Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Three hours of the very best r slash am I the butthole stories of 2022. Here we go. Am I the jerk for banning alcohol from Christmas? My husband's family likes to drink. Every holiday includes multiple bottles of wine and cocktails. I hate drinking. I've never drank. My father was an alcoholic. I think it's childish if you can't have fun without drinking. This year, I'm hosting Christmas for a change, and I decided since it's at my house, no alcohol is allowed. We're all getting older, and it's time to grow up. My husband's sister called to ask what she could bring. She saw a recipe for a Christmas martini that she wanted to bring. I told her about my no alcohol rule. She didn't say much, but must have told the rest of the family. Some of them started texting me, asking me if I was serious and saying that it's lame. But I'm not budging. Now, it turns out my husband's sister is hosting an alternate gathering that almost everyone is choosing to go to instead. It's so disrespectful. All because they'd have to spend one day sober? My husband told me he talked to his sister and we are invited to her gathering and he said we should just go and stop causing issues. But I won't. It's so rude. Now my husband is mad because I'm making him stay home and spend Christmas with me. But it was my turn to host and I chose to have no alcohol. They could have dealt with it for just one year. Yeah, of course they could have dealt with it for just one year. But where's the fun in that? If they want to drink alcohol on Christmas day of all days, let them drink alcohol. Now look, I'm not for one second saying that you have to drink alcohol to enjoy being around your family or enjoy Christmas day. But the fact is, it's Christmas day. You've got to let people do what they want to do. Ultimately, OP, you're kind of sabotaging other people's fun. So for that reason, unfortunately, you are the jerk. Am I the jerk for telling my kid's babysitter that it was inappropriate of her to shower in my home? I hired a babysitter for my five and three-year-old kids two weeks ago. My husband works shifts while I work long hours at a marketing company. So far, we've had no issues until yesterday. I came home at 6 p.m. and noticed the babysitter's wet hair and new clothes. She told me she took a shower after one of the kids spilled milk on her. I was confused but visibly upset, but she tried to reassure me the kids were fine because my husband watched them while she took her shower, which only lasted for a few minutes. I was more confused that my husband was home when he had a shift to cover. I told her I didn't think it was appropriate of her to shower in my home like that. She argued that it was fine and that she had no choice and couldn't leave the milk on her like that. We argued and my husband heard the commotion and got involved. He said it wasn't as big of a deal as I was making it out to be, but I told the babysitter that I did not appreciate how she basically ignored how I felt about this and dismissed my feelings. She went home, but we still argued on the phone. She thinks she's done nothing wrong and said that I was being unfair when I mentioned potentially cutting from her salary after that. My husband keeps saying that I'm overreacting and the poor girl couldn't handle having milk stains on her body and clothes, but I couldn't help feel it was inappropriate and she should have checked with me. So am I the jerk for my reaction? 
All right, very interesting start to this episode. I'm not quite sure what is going on here, to be honest. I have no idea who's really in the wrong. It's just an interesting post. Maybe I'm reaching slightly here, guys, but I feel like this isn't even an am I the jerk situation. It's more a is your babysitter sleeping with your husband behind your back kind of question. Now, look, maybe that's a bit too far, but you tell me. What do you reckon? Am I the jerk for cancelling a check of $12,000 that I wrote for my infertile friend for her next IVF cycle over a joke? I am a 35-year-old woman and I'm infertile. My ex-husband and I tried everything to have kids, but it just never happened. He divorced me, went and married someone younger who was able to give him a kid, and from what I gather, they're expecting a second child together. It hurts like hell seeing someone else have what I couldn't. I get frustrated with myself sometimes and with family blaming me for basically everything. I turn to my friends for support. Especially Alessia. She's in the same infertility boat as me, but she and her husband are currently trying IVF, hoping it would work. Alessia asked me for help to pay for her upcoming IVF cycle. I agreed to write her a check of $12,000. I really wanted to help her and the money came with no strings attached. I wrote the check and gave it to her last week. She was very appreciative of it. The very next day, I got a sudden message from a mutual friend, Carol, with a screenshot of the conversation she had with Alessia. It turns out she and Alessia were talking about the next IVF cycle and Alessia said she hoped the cycle would work because she didn't want to end up divorced and having her husband go marry someone younger and have a baby with them and another one on the way all the while she's alone and without a family at 35 for context alessia is 32 i was stunned and hurt i knew she meant me here but i did not confront her i simply contacted my bank and cancelled the check in the evening alessia called to ask why i cancelled the check and i told her she went mental saying she didn't mean it that way and that she thought that this was somewhat an inside joke between desperate infertile women she came over with her husband the next day begging i write another check but i refused an argument ensued and her husband thought i wasn't being supportive of her like when she supported me throughout my struggles she left crying and we haven't talked since then her husband keeps reminding me while repeatedly calling carol a toxic snake of the date of the next cycle saying they can't have it after i took the money that was supposed to pay for it back some friends think i'm being oversensitive carol's on my side telling me to tell them to go to hell but i feel so bad about it what i've done might just damage our 15 years of friendship maybe i shouldn't have cancelled it but i just felt so offended by what she said about me and how she basically mocked my unfortunate circumstances so reddit am i the jerk all right so the title of this one is a little bit cheeky because what alessia said here is not really a joke is it it's actually pretty disgusting like for her to be in the exact same position as you and for her still to say that and be that disparaging about your situation when she knows how hard it is herself and she knows how horrible it would be to be in your spot yeah that's not a joke that's just horribly insensitive and i would have done the same thing $12,000 is an insane amount of money how grateful are you to even suggest that in the first place but if someone's going to be treating you like this no way i'm having that money back am i the jerk for asking my friend to move a picture of him and his wife because it made my wife uncomfortable me and my wife dahlia lost our apartment two months ago and moved in with mum temporarily issues began to arise between dahlia and mum and i had to ask my friend anthony to let us move in till i get enough money to rent out his wife was away visiting family and he agreed but even there some issues started to arise fyi dahlia is very shy around anthony she grew up in a conservative home so it's understandable but sometimes it could be a bit much 
much, I admit that. For example, she freaked out when she accidentally drank from his glass. She also once made a fuss when he passed by the guest room when she was lying down and the door was open. Thankfully, Anthony was super understanding and we were able to talk some of these issues out. Last night, Dahlia was passing the hall and noticed a framed picture of Anthony and his wife kissing hanging on it. She told me about it and said it made her uncomfortable. She asked if I could speak to Anthony about it, but he didn't take it well. He gave me a look when I spoke to him and said this was bonkers because first of all, his wife put it there. And second of all, the picture holds sentimental meaning to him and his wife. And he argued that it wasn't some explicit picture of them, just a normal wedding kiss. We started arguing and he said that it wasn't like it was hanging in the living room wall or a perfectly lit room. I asked him to be a little bit more considerate because it's not like I asked him to remove it completely. Just move elsewhere that dahlia won't reach or keep it off the wall until we leave he said he was sorry but still refused i explained how dahlia was feeling but he said that again he was sorry but would not move the picture we argued some more and he said that it's his house and that i was being pushy and kind of too comfortable to make such a demand and be pushy still this morning dahlia refused to even come out of the room until the picture is moved anthony is refusing which makes it worse now i feel like i'm getting stuck between a rock and a hard place Yes, she might just be overreacting, but I feel this isn't such a big ask for Anthony to decline and turn down. For what it's worth, if it were me, I would go the extra mile to make sure my guests are comfortable. Anthony's been a friend of mine for 10 years. I wouldn't have asked to move in with him if I didn't have such a strong bond with him. He himself constantly talks about all the things and situations I helped him out with, and we are considered brothers. Uh, Yeah, great post. Apart from the fact it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever read in my entire life. Uh, Great stuff. You say here that it's not a big ask for Anthony to be a little bit more accommodating of you but how about the fact that he's let you live with him in the first place is that not a pretty cool gesture so what next if anthony was to take this photo down you say mm, by the way anthony i want the master bedroom and also the keys to the front door and also you're gonna put this house in my name now like come on this is just ridiculous am i the jerk for making my ex a birthday cake even though his girlfriend told me she had already ordered one i am an amateur baker and i like to make cakes for people for their birthdays my ex doesn't like sweet stuff but our kids like helping me make a cake for him So I normally make one for him anyway for their sakes this year His girlfriend planned a party for him and she told me she'd already ordered him a cake So I didn't need to make one I told her that was fine But my daughter kept asking me when we'd make her dad's cake and was upset when I said we wouldn't because she assumed I didn't like my ex and that's why I wouldn't make him one since the cake has always been more for the kids than for my ex I decided to just make him a small one since it's not like he eats cake anyway And I don't want my kids to think I dislike their dad I told his girlfriend beforehand that I was going to make a small cake and she told me not to and that i couldn't bring it to the party i told her i had to bring it to the party as that's when the kids would give him his gifts i offered to come early and give it to him before the other guests arrived and then they could put it away and nobody else would know about my cake but she didn't agree with me and repeatedly told me not to bring it i did take it with me in the end and now she keeps complaining to mutual friends that i did it on purpose to ruin the party and she's calling me weird for making him a cake after i was told not to so am i the jerk Yeah, one word springs to mind here, fellas. And uh, that is not fellas. Yeah, one word springs to mind here, guys. And that is jealousy. Because you've explicitly said to your ex-husband's girlfriend, this is not for you. You're not doing this. It's because your kids, the kids that you had with your ex-husband, want to do this for their dad. It's got nothing to do with you. So the fact that his new girlfriend is saying, no, don't bring it. Yeah, I mean, if anything, that's just going to be horrible for the kids, not you. Like pretty explicitly, she is saying that her boyfriend can't have a cake on his birthday from his kids. Think about that. 
mental. Am I the jerk for not going to my girlfriend's son's funeral? I am a 28 year old man and I've been dating my 30 year old girlfriend for two months. I think we have a good relationship. She has an 11 year old son. My girlfriend and I were good friends for a few years. We met through mutual friends and so we hadn't spent time alone together until just five months ago. I knew she had a son because she's posted about him on Facebook a few times. He has some sort of liver condition and was awaiting a liver transplant. It's just him and his mum. I don't know much about him as my girlfriend is very reserved talking about her son. I have a little sister who is 26. I've always been closer to her than other siblings, considering we're only a few years apart. When she was 11, we were fighting at school and she ended up fainting. She had to stay in the hospital for a few days to have some tests done and she ended up being diagnosed with diabetes, not related to her death. I think it changed the dynamic of our relationship a lot because she was in hospital a lot more than other kids. At the start of September, my girlfriend's son started getting sicker and it was the first time she ever opened up to me about his health conditions. In early October, my sister got into a fatal accident. It was very sudden and because she still lives near my parents, they were heartbroken and they don't have any children apart from my sister and I, so I went to help them. I grew up in Australia and my sister and family still live there. I live in America currently. For the funeral and to console my mum and dad, I decided to stay there for 10 days to help plan it all. On my second day there, I got a call from my girlfriend. She said her son had passed away during the night. I tried to help her the best I could, even though I was already sad about the death of my sister. She said she wanted the funeral to be done soon and that it would happen on the sixth day of my 10-day trip. My sister's funeral though was on the 8th and I wasn't going to take two flights to go there and then two flights back in less than two days to go to both. My girlfriend got really upset and said that I didn't care about her son and I was upset at her too because I just lost my sister. She told me that her son thought of me like a dad but I'd never met him so I told her I didn't think of him like a son. She hung up angrily and we haven't spoken since. I'll admit I was harsh telling her and a grieving mother didn't deserve that. However, I don't think I was wrong to push the idea of me being this kid's dad. All my mutual friends think I'm a jerk for not going and that I should have told her later but she knows I've never met her son and I wouldn't ditch my sister's funeral to go to her son's. My friends though think I did the right thing and that I wasn't obligated to go to his funeral. I don't know what I should have done. I'm glad I went to my sister's funeral, but I feel bad for how I told my girlfriend as her son's never had a father figure in his life. Yeah, you're definitely not the jerk there, OP. I mean, what were you going to do? Really take four flights to go there and back? Like, logistically, it just wasn't possible. So no, of course you're not in the wrong. And yeah, also you have to favor your sister there. She is your sister after all. The only thing that I guess you were slightly jerky about was saying that you didn't see her son as your son, you know? Look, obviously you don't and you gave her reasons for that, but maybe it wasn't the best time to tell a grieving mother that as you've admitted yourself, that's the only way in which I could see you were slightly in the wrong. But apart from that, no, it's your sister across the other side of the world. There's nothing you can do. I mean, I've got to say overall, that is just a horribly sad story. The fact that both of you had to deal with young deaths in your families like that in the same week is just horrific. I'm so sorry for both of your losses. Am I the jerk for taking my daughter's phone away? I have a daughter who recently turned 11. She has a different dad from the rest of my children. Whenever one of my kids turns 12, I buy them their first phone, which is usually a cheap one because I don't think a kid needs an expensive phone. Now she's been complaining recently and asking me to buy her a phone because all her friends have one. 
I told her she has to wait like her siblings did. So imagine my surprise when today she came home from her dad's and had a phone with her. And not just the cheap one. I don't know much about phones, but it looked expensive. I was furious. So I took her phone away and told her she is not getting it back until she turns 12. She started to cry and called her dad, who called me a jerk for taking the phone away. I told him he had no right to buy that for her and she should have got a cheap phone at her 12th birthday like the rest of her siblings. Wow, another jerk. I didn't think we we're going to see one again in today's episode, but uh, there we go, guys. Am I the jerk? Yes. What you're really saying here is that your daughter's dad cannot have his own rules and cannot buy gifts for his children without going through you first, even though it's pretty clear you're not still together. Like what? Every time he wants to do something with your kids, he has to ask you? Or every time he wants to give something to them, he has to ask your permission? No, I get it. You clearly got your own rules and it's annoying for you that your ex is not following them. But I mean, you're not together anymore. He can do what he wants. And by you taking your daughter's phone away, that's punishing her for something that your ex has done. How is that fair? Am I the jerk? My roommate called me a leech. The auto-generated Reddit username is pretty fitting because I feel miserable. So this person's username is miserablehat6390. Wow, kind of sad. I used to work a really stressful job with hard hours and terrible co-workers. I was also supplementing my income by renting out the third bedroom in my house. The other spare was a guest room slash storage. She paid and pays me 700 every month and we used to split the utilities in half. Things got really bad at work and I wanted to leave. I decided to clean out the guest room and rent it out. I told my roommate and she was unhappy because she didn't want to share a bathroom. I pointed out that her share of the utilities would go down, but she didn't really care about that. Anyway, I rented out the room. Not long after, I quit my job. So my mortgage is $1,500 a month. So right now I'm paying about $100 a month plus the rent from both girls and living off of my savings while I look for a job. My roommate noticed I'm not going into work anymore. I told her I left that job and I'm looking for a new one. She said, so now you're a professional homeowner, basically. I disagreed with that assessment. She said that I'm leeching off of her and the other girl because I don't want to work. But I do want to work. It's just that I need to find a new job. And since people need cheap places to stay, renting out these rooms allows me to keep paying my mortgage while I look. My roommate says I'm taking advantage of her, but she chose to move in here. I don't consider myself to be a leech, but she thinks I'm a selfish jerk. So am I? Uh, you're not a selfish jerk, pal. You're actually just a switched on geezer. Like, come on, you're paying your mortgage back for $100 a month. That's genius. That's what everyone would want to do in an ideal situation. I mean, you've literally said it right there. They're the ones that are willing to pay for you and help you out with your mortgage. You are giving up rooms to them, obviously, but they're the ones that are choosing to do it. Like, why Why are you leeching that? It's weird. And again, you're giving them a great rate. You say you're giving them a cheap rate in the area, so they should be thankful that they're getting a good price. It doesn't matter where the money's going. But I mean, you're doing a good thing by using their money to pay back the mortgage on the house that you own. I don't understand. If I was in your spot, I would do exactly the same thing. I mean, honestly, I wish I was in your spot. You guys know that I live in London. Obviously, house prices are very high here. If I had the money, I would definitely buy a gaff and rent it out to my mates or just random housemates. Therefore, they would be paying the majority of my mortgage for me. It's just logical. It makes economic sense. No, you're not a leech. You're just an entrepreneur, my friend. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
friend. Am I the jerk for not letting my daughter have locks for her room? My daughter, Lara, who is 17, has been struggling to focus on her studies with her brothers, Kyle and Ryan, 12 and 9 years old, constantly disrespecting her privacy. A few days ago, she was yelling for Kyle to come to her room. I asked her what happened. She explained that Kyle flipped all her items upside down. I called Kyle to come and flip everything right side up. Yesterday, Ryan was running into her room and kept stealing her stuff while she ran to get it back. On the night of the same day, Lara was trying to sleep when her brother suddenly barged in and ran through her room, resulting in her screaming at them to stay out and close the door while she was sleeping, to give just a few examples. Today in the morning, her father told her he didn't like the way she was screaming. She said that she was trying to sleep and her brothers were making all kinds of ruckus. He told her that they are kids and they will learn, but she said that they will never learn and the only way for them to learn is to have a lock installed for her room. My husband doesn't want her to do that and they went back and forth on this until she threatened that she'd move out as soon as she became financially independent since she wasn't going to wait for them to mature and they should already know to respect her privacy to which he said to wait and include me in the conversation I overheard and when she went to her room I told her she wasn't going to have locks set up because she already wastes her time without the need for locks and I don't want her to fail Lara said that they were never going to listen without them and I told her that I would make sure they wouldn't enter her room this evening I heard her shouting for me we were all in the living room her father explained what was going on Lara said that she was making Kyle tea when he did something he's not allowed to do she said that she was going to tell on him and he said that if she promises not to tell he and ryan will never go into her room again but she didn't say that she would or wouldn't so they ran upstairs to her room i told her that she has no right to complain since she always sleeps in carl's room after school her brothers all agree and lara calls all of us the worst none of us are allowed in her room and leaves she comes back after a minute and says that she only sleeps in carl's room because he never uses it aside from sleeping at night and if he was to use it for studying then she would never go there meanwhile they constantly disturb her mess with her stuff and make her unable to sleep just last night i told her if they ever go into her room she needs to come to me then carl starts saying that they have the right to go into her room while she was trying to sleep because they were playing lara yelled at him and then said that she couldn't wait to move out soon so she no longer has to deal with them she also called me an awful mother for not giving her bedroom locks am i the jerk for being upfront and telling my parents that i am putting them in a home My family is from South Asia, but we live in the States. My parents loved my older brother and tolerated me. They expected me to just stay home and take care of them and my brother. That wasn't for me. I got a partial scholarship to a state school and got the frick out. I worked the four years of my undergrad and was fortunate enough to get a full scholarship for my after degree. So I graduated university with only a small debt and two degrees. I found a career that I really enjoy and a husband who loves me. My parents pay for my brother's education and he does very well for himself. But he's chosen to have five children and they all go to private school and all have kinds of extracurricular activities and his wife is a stay-at-home mum, even though they have a nanny i know five young children would be difficult to manage i'm just saying that she has a degree as well but they've chosen to be a one-income household we are expecting our first child we waited a few years before deciding to start a family we'll be stopping at two and my husband will be getting a vasectomy afterwards with very much in agreement about our future. My parents, however, decided that they're going to sell their home and come and live with us. We have a large property with an in-law suite in an HCOL city on the West Coast. I told my husband that I didn't want them living with us though, and he concurred, so I told them no. 
but they said that they'd already listed their home and that a dutiful daughter would take care of her parents in their old age. I said that if they give me all the money from the sale of their home, I would find them a nice retirement home where they could live and that I would pay the bills until they passed away. They didn't like that idea very much. They called me an ungrateful child and that it was expected of me. I sent them a check for one year's worth of rent, food, utilities, and sundries. I said I moved out one year after I turned 18 and that they were responsible for me up to that point. I then told them not to contact me again without going through my lawyer. I've been playing whack-a-mole, blocking all of their attempts to reach me and all of the family members, both in the States and back home, that are calling me a jerk. My brother contacted me and said that I was making the family look bad by not taking them in. So I gave him the choice of either taking them in himself or never bringing it up to me again, or I'd be going no contact with him as well. So was I too harsh? And does that make me a jerk? I should probably add that they didn't approve of me marrying a person not from their culture and religion. So they didn't contribute to our wedding, even though they did attend. Am I the jerk for returning my husband's birthday gift to pay for the birthday cake my daughter baked after he refused to pay her? My 16-year-old daughter has a thing for baking. She bakes cakes and some, I said some, not all, sweets, and makes money out of it by selling her work to relatives, friends, and supposedly us. My husband, her stepdad, had his 45th birthday a few days ago. He asked my daughter to bake him the birthday cake and she agreed. I told him about paying her, to which he responded with, Poof, pay her? Get out of here, I'm her dad. I insisted, seeing she's a yes person and a people pleaser, so won't outright demand money from him. He said he'd pay, but days went by and he didn't pay her a cent. I decided to go ahead and sell the wristwatch that I bought him for his birthday and give my daughter the money as payment for the cake. He found out and went off on me. I told him he had enough time and should have paid her seven days before receiving the cake. He said that I was teaching her to treat familial relationships as transactional and raising her to be materialistic. I explained the time, effort, and even money she put towards making the cake. But he lashed out verbally, calling me a jerk for making this move and for enabling my daughter to expect so much from family that she's supposed to help with nothing in return. He is furious and told almost the whole family about how I took back his birthday gift and returned it. I got enough shame from family members to begin to think that I might be the jerk for how I dealt with this. So am I the jerk? Guys, my daughter did want and expect to be paid. If she intended for it to be free, then I would have kept my mouth shut. And also, the wristwatch wasn't expensive. I kept the rest of the money after giving my daughter her share. Am I the jerk for having a photo of my son's DNA test framed and hanging in the living room? I am a 32-year-old man, and I met my wife three years ago. We got married nine months ago. We have a baby boy together that she got pregnant with while we were engaged. Now, my wife used to be a sex worker. No judgment on that, please. She did what she had to do to survive. My parents were always skeptical about her, and a lot of times asked if I really wanted to settle down with her. When she got pregnant, they went nuts and demanded a dna test they refused to attend the wedding till the dna test was done which caused a huge problem they ended up missing the wedding obviously the test was done because my wife wanted to prove a point and eventually my parents made amends and we reconciled they started visiting and yesterday noticed the photo of the dna test that i hang in the living room they asked about it and i told that it serves as a reminder for why they didn't attend my wedding they were stunned and livid when i mentioned that i tell any guest the same thing i told them mum and dad were mad and asked me repeatedly to take it down saying i'm being too harsh on them and refusing to let go of the past as well as embarrassing them to other family members i refuse to take it down and i admit being sarcastic in my response saying it goes with the house decor they begged then refused to come over anymore until i remove it 
My brother thinks it's pretty childish and said I should take it down Just some additional things here. First of all, my wife doesn't mind having the photo up She laughs about it sometimes But she's still carrying some hurt that was caused by what happened and second of all No, she no longer does sex work. It's all in the past And did I mention that my brother and I aren't close? He's known as the crackhead in the family. So that's that Am I the jerk for telling my wife that leaving her used pad in my brother's place was inappropriate? My wife and I were invited to my brother's 31st birthday He's single and lives alone in his apartments. So to give you the heads up my wife and him don't get along so well But can be civil enough to sit at the same table We went and had dinner and talked and everything was going well No argument or nothing until after my wife went to use the bathroom later My brother went to use it and came back looking fuming He kept giving me and my wife looks but I didn't know what was going on till he pulled me aside before we left and told me that my wife had left her use pad in his bathroom I was shocked and didn't know what to say because this felt highly inappropriate He said he didn't appreciate what my wife did and that it was a sign of disrespect towards him I apologized profoundly and said I didn't know about it He asked me to speak to her or she wouldn't be welcome in his place anymore We got in the car and I asked my wife about it She nonchalantly said there was nothing wrong with what she did and that my brother was being ridiculous I kind of flipped and told her it was very inappropriate for her to leave her used pad in his place Even if it was in the bathroom and in the trash can because it made him uncomfortable She yelled asking what was she supposed to do and I told her she could have taken it with her and threw it outside Not in his bathroom. That's my brother's place and he told me how he felt about it She yelled at me calling my brother an incel and me a jerk for getting in her face about it She said she needed to use the bathroom and it's not like the pad was visible since she dumped it in the trash can At home, we still argued about it and she kept on calling me and my brother names She's currently not speaking to me and is avoiding me entirely Regardless, I feel like it's his place and he gets to express what makes him uncomfortable in it Am I the jerk for taking our son trick-or-treating without my wife? My wife and I have a four-year-old son. As Halloween approached this year, my son let me know that he wanted to dress up as characters from his favorite show at the moment. These aren't costumes that are readily available to buy, so I was going to have to do some crafting magic and make them. I'm a stay-at-home father, and my wife is something of a workaholic. She could cut down on her hours if she wished, but she's always been a very work-driven and focused person. She's not very maternal. Because of this, my son has never really been very attached to her. They have time together at dinner, but even during times when my wife is off work, like during bath time and bedtime, it's always just me. This isn't me complaining. I signed on for the stay-at-home dad life, and I enjoy every minute of it. I just wish, for his sake, that she would be more involved. About a month before Halloween, my son asked if my best friend, a third 35 year old man could dress up with us he'd already assigned himself and me a specific character and i'd started work on the costumes so i figured it wouldn't be a big deal to add one more he adores my best friend they have such a sweet bond and have done since my son was born i asked him if he wanted to join us trick-or-treating and he immediately agreed during dinner the night following this i asked him what character he wanted his mum to be my son said he only wanted to go trick-or-treating with daddy and his best friend over the course of the next month i would casually bring it up again to my son and he would continually give the same answer my wife was clearly hurt but would always brush it off Fast forward to Halloween night. I spent weeks working on these little costumes for all of us. As we were getting ready, my wife and I got into a big argument over the fact that she didn't have a costume. I pointed out that if she'd wanted me to make her one, she could have requested I do so, or she could have gotten one for herself. She said it was ridiculous that the three of us were doing a matching theme and leaving her out of it, and that she wasn't even going. In the end, my best friend and I took him trick-or-treating alone, and my wife still isn't speaking to me because she can't believe I actually went without her. So, am I I the jerk and now just a little bit more information from op to clarify i do not let my son call the shots or allow him to make decisions that would harm him 
I absolutely will step in when he could possibly get hurt. This was not though one of those times I practiced gentle parenting as much as possible and in my mind It wouldn't have been beneficial to mum and son's bond to force him to choose a costume and include her in the matching outfits When he'd expressed multiple times that he didn't want that I think that bonding needs to happen in situations where my son is not only a willing participant But an enthusiastic one at dinner There are times when he attempts to interact with her and it seems like she just zones out or doesn't bother engaging with him in a meaningful way that is where I think their bonding needs to start from the ground up not force fire a matching costume that my son has not been receptive to another thing i wanted to address i've seen many comments saying mum not coming should have never been presented as an option to him you should have asked him what character should mum be instead which i did with that being said i will fully admit that i should have done more to include her but on the other hand i didn't think a lack of a costume we've gone trick-or-treating in the past without costumes as most adults with children have would cause her not to go at all this is why i felt like if she saw it as such a big deal she should have brought it up herself am i the jerk for telling my fiance's family that he's unemployed after they kept implying that i was a gold digger so my fiance a 33 year old man comes from a well-off family i a 29 year old woman come from a working class family my fiance's family are nice but they can't help throwing comments at me about how i might be a gold digger for example if he buys me something they'll go oh jason bought you that you know what this looks like right and or wait jason pay for this only gold diggers make their partners pay for stuff all the time just saying it's so demeaning and my fiance does nothing to stop it especially now that he's in a bad place in life after he lost his job and since he's keeping it a secret i'm the one paying for everything this has been going on for four months last week his parents invited us for dinner and he insisted that we go so we went at the dinner table his mum grabbed my hand literally while i was eating and looked at my bracelet and went oh this bracelet looks really nice did jason pay for it i nodded and reminded her that he bought it for me as a birthday gift last year she was like hmm wonder how much it costs she then leaned back and said you know i remember when my brother was dating this gold digger woman she'd receive expensive stuff like this pointing at the bracelet for her birthdays i was stunned i cut her off and asked if she meant to say that i was a gold digger she threw her hands up and went i mean if the shoe fits while laughing awkwardly silence took over i looked at my fiance and he shook his head at me like what I snapped. I told her it was bold of her to imply that I was a gold digger when I'm literally providing for her unemployed son and I have been doing so for four months now. They all looked shocked. She glanced at me in shock and his dad asked if it was true and my fiance just froze but looked so angry. An argument ensued and dinner was cut short and we had to leave after they started berating him. He had a rage fit in the car, just yelling and lashing at me. In my defense, I said that he sat by and let his mum continually imply that I was a gold digger but he said that they never outright called me a gold digger so it was all in my head he said i still had no right to take advantage of his unfortunate circumstance to get back at his mum and expose him to the family his parents went on about how disappointed they were and now as a result he's been disinvited from thanksgiving he blew up at me because of it this morning and kept saying i screwed him over so badly when he was just an innocent bystander yeah apart from the fact that he definitely wasn't an innocent bystander he could have come in at any point and interjected and said no this is what's really happening and defended you and by the way supported you and said she's actually doing really well Providing for the both of us right now. Um, I'm in a tough spot and don't say this to my fiance. But no, he just sat back and said nothing. What a p- 
You can't say that word, but that's what he is. I mean, it goes without saying, you're not the jerk here, OP. And in fact, you did the right thing, of course, by standing up for yourself and, you know, exposing this fraud. He should have done it himself. He should have had the humility to do it, but no, you had to do it for him. So fair play. Now, before we get into our next story, I have a very special announcement for you. After an insane amount of demand from you guys, I'm delighted to say that I've released some limited edition Not Today Karen merch. Picture this, you're out and about in the streets and a wild Karen appears and starts confronting you. What do you do? Well, normally you have to talk to a witch like this. However, get one of these t-shirts or hoodies on and all you have to do is simply point to it, laugh, and walk away. How easy is that? The link is down in the description if you like what you see. Go ahead, check the stuff out. I think they'd make a great Christmas present or even just a little gift for yourself. As always, it's official stuff from the very best supplier, so the quality is unmatched and it's one of the best ways to support me and the channel. With that being said, let's carry on. Am I the jerk for telling my wife that she can stay home this Thanksgiving? My wife is a grade A plus picky eater. It's bothersome to a certain degree, but on holidays, basically the trash show begins. She'd refuse to eat certain meals and mum would take it personally. Which results in a series of arguments between them as a compromise this year My wife offered to bring her own food to thanksgiving dinner. I was stunned I asked if she thought this through and she looked at me confused I told her about how weird it would be for her to bring her own food Especially when she wouldn't be sharing it with anybody else and I told her to think about how mum will react She got very offended and upset My wife said that it's not her problem and that she was just trying to make it work by bringing her own meal I told her again that mum might not like nor even allow this She blew up at me asking if I want her to either eat food she doesn't like or go hungry I suggested she give my mum's food a chance But she said it wasn't about my mum's cooking. She just doesn't like certain foods We had an argument and I ended up telling her she could stay home this thanksgiving and have whatever meal she likes She got quiet then lashed out on me calling me insensitive and negative to say this to her I repeatedly asked her to calm down But she couldn't stop ranting about how I was basically willing to exclude her from a major event She started cold shouldering me about it while at the same time guilting me saying i'm treating her poorly after she offered the perfect compromise I mean, yeah, she's not wrong You have treated her poorly and she is offering the perfect compromise. It's not a personal thing with your mum She's openly said that she just doesn't like the food. She's a picky eater, but she's accepted that and therefore in order to combat that and still fit in She's gonna make and provide her own food and bring it with her and eat it That seems reasonable to me What doesn't seem reasonable is trying to force feed someone that has openly said that they don't like certain foods Yes, ideally your wife would like all normal foods but she doesn't. And I would think that you would know this now after being with her for, I presume, a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's a weird one. Eat food you hate or don't come at all. Weird. Am I the jerk for leaving after being told to be quiet at dinner? The title probably makes it sound worse than it was, but I'm still conflicted. I am a 21-year-old woman, and my boyfriend, who is 24 of almost a year, invited me to dinner with his family, mum, dad, and his 16-year-old brother. I'd never met them prior to that. The only thing I knew about them is that they're conservative and Christians, but lovely people. And they were. I got along really well with them before dinner. They were lovely and talkative. When it was time for dinner, my boyfriend's dad wanted to pray. After praying, he said something along the lines of, let us dig and let the food keep us quiet. This is a pretty popular saying in our country, mostly told to young children in school. My understanding of this has always been that you shouldn't speak with food in your mouth or be extremely loud at the table. I wouldn't say it's a cultural thing though. I dug in, took a bite. It was fish soup, absolutely delicious. And you know, like a good guest, I wanted to compliment the cook. This is delicious. Is it saffron? A perfect autumn soup. My boyfriend's brother looked surprised. My boyfriend's father hushed me big time a really aggressive shh with a finger over his lips And then he said again, let the food keep us quiet I apologized because I thought I had accidentally spoken with food in my mouth or something But a few minutes passed and nobody said a word Super awkward and weird, especially since they've been so talkative before 
My boyfriend was also unusually quiet. After a few minutes, I was too weirded out and I asked about their day and how nice it was that they invited me there. And his mother did the hush thing. So awkward. I think this is when it clicked. No speaking at all at the table. Let the food keep us quiet. Really quiet. But this was a super awkward situation and I couldn't deal with that. Imagine sitting at a table with five people, everybody eating soup, looking dead serious. So I laughed. It just slipped out. I ended up being told off by my boyfriend's parents that I was being disrespectful, etc. And if I didn't respect how their household worked, I could eat alone in the kitchen. We were eating in like a separate dining room. So I thanked them for the food and left at the hotel me and my boyfriend stayed at. My boyfriend later told me that it was a butthole move, that I should have just kept quiet or eaten alone in the kitchen. I understand their family traditions and rules, but it was so weird. I just couldn't take it anymore. Was I being a jerk though? Now, honestly, I'm actually cringing at the thought of being here at this table. No Nobody's speaking looking dead serious, especially after they've been so chatty before. Like, how weird is that? The weirdest thing about this, I mean, well, the weirdest thing about this is that they do this, but fair enough. If it's for some cultural, religious reason, I can get behind it, I guess, even though it is pretty weird. The weirdest thing, other than that, is that your boyfriend never told you about this. Why would he not let you know that that is how family dinner works? Wouldn't that be the like the obvious thing? Oh yeah, by the way, we kind of eat food a little bit weirdly. Um, You're not allowed to speak. Even breathe. Eat your food and uh, yeah, let the dig, what even was it? Dig up our food and our great okay i'm not gonna be disrespectful but something like that you know um very strange tradition very very strange that your boyfriend wouldn't tell you about it of course you're not the jerk am i the jerk for cancelling the plans for thanksgiving after my parents called my brother's baby their first grandchild i am a 32 year old woman and i've been with my wife ava for eight years now but we've been married for five she was a single mum of three kids when we started dating she had two daughters now 10 and 12 and a son now 16 i've watched these kids grow up i've read them bedtime stories done bath time the first days of school pta meetings all of it i very much consider them to be my kids and they've been calling me mum for almost six years now my brother ivan a 28 year old just had a baby girl with his fiance sarah i love my niece and my kids adore their cousin my kids have been the only grandchildren on my side of the family since ava and i got together and there's never been a moment where the kids and my wife were treated like they didn't belong my brother is their uncle my mum and dad are their nana and pop the kids see my family as their family and i always thought that my family felt the same way about them the kids and i were over at my brother's house just hanging out and my parents ended up dropping by with gifts for my niece Ivan laughed when he saw the toys and told our mum and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her rotten. My mum said, since my niece is their first grandchild, of course they have to spoil her. My kids were sitting in the living room with all of us and my youngest daughter looked hurt when she realized what my mum said. My son and my 12-year-old didn't fully react to it, but I could tell it bothered the both of them too. Sarah spoke up and said, oh, you mean first grandbaby, not first grandchild. My dad shook his head though and replied that my niece was their first grandchild. I didn't want my kids to keep sitting there and listening to that, so I handed my son my keys and told him to go and wait in the car with his sisters. When they were gone, I asked my parents why the heck they'd say that my kids weren't their grandchildren, and my mum said they couldn't be their grandchildren because they weren't really my children. My wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house this year, but I told my parents that if they didn't view my kids as their family, then they could just host a meal at their house with their real family while I spent the holiday with mine. I left before they could say anything else to me, and my wife and I have reiterated to our children that they will always be my kids and i will always be their mum, regardless of our dna my brother is fuming at me now because he thinks i reacted too harshly and that i should try to see where my parents are coming from my mum texted saying that she and my dad love the kids but they still aren't their grandchildren and she hopes that we can come to understand that because she doesn't want this to ruin my niece's first thanksgiving i haven't replied back 
I meant what I said, but I'm worried that maybe I'm reacting too harshly. Ah, and a little bit more information here. I adopted all three of the kids about four years ago, so they aren't just my parents' step-grandchildren. But even if I hadn't legally adopted them, they'd still be my kids in my eyes. Yeah, I think that's the point, isn't it? Legalities aside, DNA aside, who really cares? If you see them as your children and they see you as their mum, then I don't really understand why your parents have got an issue with that. If anything, it's just a little bit obtuse, isn't it, really? Maybe just ignorant on their part. Surely, even if, even if you don't really believe or see them as your grandchildren, you wouldn't openly admit that. Look, it's a shame that they feel this way, but surely you'd be like, okay, for the benefit of my daughter and her children, we're just gonna go along with it like why say this publicly and why say it in front of them in the first place it's just yeah it's not great to see ignorance personified am i the jerk for kicking a girl i didn't know out of my wedding my husband and i both 27 years old got married a few weeks ago and he obviously is still upset about it but i don't think i was wrong so i thought i'd ask here we only gave plus ones to married couples or if we knew the significant other well my husband has one child a friend that was coming from out of state to attend i met him a bunch but only his girlfriend of three years a few times because of the distance i didn't want to give him a plus one but my husband begged since he was traveling and didn't know anyone else at the wedding he didn't want him to be uncomfortable or have to travel alone. I said fine just to make him happy. Flash forward to the reception. I see him with some girl I've never seen before. I asked my husband what was up and he told me that his friend and his girlfriend broke up a few days before the wedding and since he already RSVP'd as two, he brought a friend with him. I was fuming since I made an exception for him and I didn't want anyone random at my wedding. I had one of my bridesmaids go to him and tell him he could stay but can his date please go back to the hotel? This is a private event. He said okay and didn't make a fuss but he left with her and didn't come back. I thought everything was fine and had a great night. My husband found out about it the next day and we got into an argument. He's mad because his friend traveled and I kicked him out without talking to him. I didn't kick him out, just his day. Now it's a few weeks later and my husband is still bringing it up from time to time and his friend hasn't been answering his texts. I kind of feel bad, but it was my wedding and I didn't want any strangers there. Yeah, and I kind of feel bad for you that you are the way you are. Um, Selfish, what can I say? I mean, to be fair, on the one hand, I do kind of get it. You want your best people at your wedding, like your pals. And if there's someone there that you don't know, it's not ideal. But then again, there's always going to be someone at your wedding you don't know, right? That's how plus ones work. And if he's your good friend that's going to come with a plus one anyway and has already RSVP'd for two, surely you'd want them to come and then not waste all the food and drinks that you've got ready for them. No, I don't know. Just one extra person that you don't know to accompany your friend who's had to travel all this way for you guys to be there. Seems fine to me. I don't know why you got so angry about it. Yeah, you're the jerk. Am I the jerk for not giving 24 hours notice to my daughter's roommates before dropping something off? I am a mother to a 20-year-old daughter. She's a junior in college and attends school in the same city that we live in. My daughter and two of her friends live in a condominium that I own. Her friends pay below market rent while my daughter does not. The condo was inherited from my parents and it was their intent that I would pass ownership of it to my daughter when she is mature enough to own her own place. My daughter, husband and I are in agreement that she will take over ownership of the condo when she's out of school and financially independent. Earlier this week, my daughter mentioned that she'd run out of some household supplies and would have to set aside time to go shopping before the end of the week my daughter's schedule has been especially rough lately as she's picked up extra shifts at her part-time job due to short staffing wanting to be helpful i offered to pick up the supplies for her and drop them off at her place she accepted the next day i picked up the supplies and took them to the condo i knew my daughter was in class so i knocked and when no one answered i let myself in the front door opens into the living room when i entered i found one of my daughter's roommates being intimate with a man on the living room couch i was obviously mortified so i left the supplies at the door and left right away 
I didn't say anything to my daughter about what happened because I didn't want to put her in an uncomfortable position But I did let her know that I had dropped off the supplies on friday I got an angry email from the roommate's parents I'm not sure exactly what they were told but their email lambasted me for invading their daughter's privacy They said that what I did was wrong because i'm their daughter's landlord and I entered the condo without giving 24 hours notice They're threatening to take legal action if I do it again I am vaguely familiar with this requirement, but I didn't think it was applicable here was I the jerk in this situation I feel bad about what happened but i also don't feel like i was out of line well this one might be the dumbest one i've read so far obviously you're not the jerk what are these parents doing yes i get it you're officially the landlord but you're also one of the tenant's mothers dropping round stuff does that role not come a little bit higher in the priority scale than being the landlord especially when you're charging them below rent probably being very nice to them because they're your sister's pals etc etc why would her parents do this it's so strange if anything at this point i'd say no really do become like a landlord put the rent back up increase it tenfold i don't care make her life hell you know her parents wanted you to act like a landlord do it am i the jerk for not allowing my daughter's half-sister to spend christmas with us my ex-husband and i got divorced seven years ago we share custody of our 13 year old daughter he got married and has a five-year-old daughter with his now wife His daughter would spend time with my daughter regularly. They adore each other, but she doesn't come to my house and they rarely meet up there. His wife has been diagnosed with cancer and has started treatment recently. The other day, he came to drop off our daughter and asked to speak to me. He talked about his wife's circumstances, then how his family won't be able to have a Christmas celebration this year. He said it wasn't fair for his daughter and asked if I could include her in my family celebration. He pointed out how the girls will have a great time together, bonding and making memories. But I said I was sorry, but my family's traditional celebration is a sacred thing and I do not feel comfortable including anyone else. Plus, it would be awkward having her in my home. He said that his daughter may not be family to me, but she sure is to her half-sister. He asked me to stop and think about what's best for the kids here. I suggested he take his daughter to spend Christmas with her grandparents. He said his parents and him are no contact and tried to cut the conversation short. But he stopped me and started going on about how cruel it was for me to decline his daughter Who's already having a hard time adjusting. I saw that he was beginning to cry So I stepped back and said I was no longer feeling comfortable having this conversation I asked him to leave and he did but he still texted me asking me to agree to let his daughter come and spend christmas And he even offered that he stays away if that will make me less uncomfortable I said no and now he's calling me selfish and unfeeling a point worth mentioning here And that is my family are going to attend and they said that they too will not feel comfortable in this situation Thus I said it would be awkward. All right It might just be me here But I feel like we've just completely forgotten about the dying mum here That is probably gonna have one last christmas with her child But it's being taken away from her by her husband. Is that not happening here? Am I missing something? I get it Like obviously the kid wants to have a good christmas, but just go and chill with your dying mother who you're probably not gonna have another christmas with I don't get it. Like, what? Sorry, let me just reread this so I make sure I got this right. I I think I'm right here. Like, even if it's just the three of you chilling, like, doing nothing, like, spending time with each other, isn't that the point? It doesn't even matter that, you know, your daughter doesn't have a relationship with OP and et cetera, et cetera, and the rest of the family will feel uncomfortable. What about your dying wife? Isn't she the priority here? I don't know. That's just what's come to my mind. Guys, do you agree? Am I just getting the wrong end of the stick here? I'm just having a little flick back through it. I I think I'm all right. I don't know. Would I be the jerk if I opt out of Thanksgiving with my parents because my brother and new wife who left me out of their wedding will be there? 
My brother and I are eight years apart. I'm older. Since he was about 12, I've lived in another state. We aren't close, but we hang out a few times a year and it's easy and fun. I recently moved to the same city as him and my parents. I envisioned us getting closer, but it never really happened. He's the king of I'll call you tomorrow with zero follow-up. It hurts my feelings, but I've accepted it and take what I can get. He got married this past September. I was told that there was no wedding party because his wife's family is too big for her to make a choice and she didn't want to leave people out. I was given instructions to get a gray suit and that I'd be given a blue tie for pictures. The day of the wedding, I was hanging out in the men's dressing room and I saw that my brother had a gold tie and that his best friend has a gold tie and that his old bandmate has a gold tie. Odd, but I didn't think much of it. The ceremony started and I was sitting in the audience. Lo and behold, the music starts and there's a procession. My brother's two gold tie friends walk in and line up on stage left and his wife's sister and her husband walk in and line up on stage right. The non-existent wedding party. At this point, I have an almost out-of-body experience. The ceremony was a blur. After the ceremony, we took pictures, which means I took one picture with my brother and that was it. I spent the cocktail hour in a stall in the bathroom, embarrassed and hurt. I made it through dinner okay, and instead of cake, my brother had made a ton of his specialty cookies for dessert. I'm allergic to the recipe as is, but with a simple tweak, I can have them. But he didn't make any for me, or even warn me this was happening so I could bring my own desserts. Anyways, I left the second the dancing started. And a week later, I sent the newlyweds a letter saying basically i thought things would improve once i moved here but this wedding has shown me that we don't have a relationship outside holidays at mum and dad's house so let's just keep it real and i'll see you there being disappointed all the time isn't healthy for either of us the problem is that thanksgiving is upon us and not only will they be at my parents house but they're bringing a couple of friends with them so i'll be really outnumbered and uncomfortable would i be the jerk if i opt out for this one year staying is too fresh of a wound for me and i'll see you all at christmas okay interesting post to start today episode it's one of those where i kind of think that everyone could have done a little bit better on the one hand there was no need for your brother to lie like that is just not the done thing just be open and admit that you two don't have a close enough relationship in his opinion for you to be part of the wedding party i think that's okay to admit also you don't need to go to thanksgiving if you feel uncomfortable that's completely your decision as well and yeah i back it if you don't want to do something because it's going to make you feel bad don't do it that's your decision however where i kind of think that you're going a little bit too far is that you just seem quite petty right that letter especially is just exceptionally petty you're trying to force a relationship with your brother that it just doesn't seem to be there and look that's a tough thing for me to say but his world and his wedding doesn't revolve around you although i do think that he should have made that more clear i mean opie has said in the comments which makes me feel bad it's hard to take that your brother doesn't actually care and the letter was more about the last two years been repeatedly and blatantly blowing me off i get that but when it comes to it at that point after two years of trying to force something that really isn't there i think sack it off now before we get into our next story i have a very special announcement for you after an insane amount of demand from you guys i'm delighted to say that i've released some limited edition not today karen merch picture this you're out and about in the streets and a wild karen appears and starts confronting you what do you do well normally you have to talk to a witch like this however get one of these t-shirts or hoodies on and all you have to do is simply point to it laugh and walk away how easy is that the link is down in the description if you like what you see go ahead check the stuff out i think they'd make a great christmas present or even just a little gift for yourself as always it's official stuff from the very best supplier so the quality is unmatched and it's one of the best ways to support me and the channel with that being said let's carry on am i the jerk for refusing to help my stepsister with her house purchase and telling her and my stepfather that it's because of how they treated me as a child i am a 29 year old woman when i was about 10 my mum married my stepfather i have an older brother luke who was 15. My stepfather had Amy and Ada who were 12 and 11. We didn't come from a privileged background. My mum was a minimum wage worker and my dad was absent. Our stepfather had a very good income. 
Their deal was that they wouldn't combine finances and they would each contribute equally to the household and then each takes care of their children with their spare money. So my mum never had anything for us and my stepfather was spending big on his kids. This included holidays, which Luke and I were excluded from. My stepfather would pay for mum, but not us. Luke and I also shared a room, even though Amy and Ada had their own rooms and we had a guest room because stepfather insisted that he was paying more towards the house so my mum's share would only get her one room for the kids. Luke and I were constantly teased for the situation by the three of them as we grew up. My mum always said that we should be thankful because if it wasn't for our stepfather, we would not be living in a nice home in a good neighborhood. Anyway, Luke and I became determined to be able to take care of ourselves so that we wouldn't need to take nonsense from anyone. We've both done quite well with our careers and finances and we are in a very good place since turning 18 and moving out my relationship with the three of them has been very limited i wouldn't call us friends but we can exist peacefully if we're in the same place i visited my mum recently and my stepfather mentioned that amy wants to buy a house now that she's pregnant he asked me if i'm able to help out a little with the deposit the house is 500,000, and she needs a 150,000 deposit she has 100k so far 25 of her own 25 from her mum, and 50 from my stepdad he was asking if luke and i can help cover the extra 50k and said he'd pay us back as part of the inheritance eventually. I said no. He insisted that Luke and I both own our houses outright and with our incomes, we should be able to help. I said whether I can or not is irrelevant. My answer is no. He reminded me that Luke and I each gave 10K to our cousin for buying a house as a gift. Amy is my sister and he's offering to pay us back. I said that that was our choice then and this is my choice now. He insisted that we should be willing to help out our family if we're able to. I replied back, like how you helped me and Luke when we were kids. Everyone just went quiet when I said this. After a while, he said if we went back in time, he'd have done things differently, treated all four of us equally. I said, that's good of you, but it doesn't make you entitled to my money now. He said he knows he's not entitled. That is why he's asking and promising to pay it back. I said the answer is still no, not entitled to a loan either. My mum later told me I could have turned him down without being a jerk or bringing up childhood, which she already feels guilty about. So, am I the jerk? Yeah, I mean, this one is actually ridiculous for so many reasons. First of all, it's your money. You can choose to do what you want with it. It doesn't matter what's happened before. It doesn't matter what might happen in the future. It's your money. Simple as that. Yeah, of course, some people are in better financial situations than others. And if you are in that situation, yes, it's a nice thing to do to help people out. But then, given the circumstances of when you were younger and how your household was so unequal because of this, because of this weird bloke, why would you ever, if you had a billion pounds, you still give none to them? Are you joking? You've got to think of all those years. And yeah, of course, now he's going to say, oh, I would have done things differently. Who cares? You didn't at the time. That's your own fault. No, you're obviously not the jerk. But this man 100% is. Am I the jerk for pretending not to understand a joke so that my stepsister's boyfriend would have to explain it? I am an 18-year-old woman and I live with my dad, his wife, Hannah, Hannah's daughter, Grace, who is 20, and her younger brother, who is eight. Grace really only comes to stay on the weekends since she's in college. And this time she brought her boyfriend, Isaac, with her. I am biracial. My dad's white and my mum is black. Honestly, I don't look anything like my dad, so most people don't even think I am mixed. We like to joke that I got his personality instead of his looks. Wow, I feel like I'm reading a story about myself. People tend to say offhanded stuff to me about how I don't look the way they think I'm supposed to. I'm kind of used to it, especially since my dad ended up married to a woman that is also white. So like every time I'm with them, it obviously looks like I'm the odd one out. I'm not afraid to correct people, but sometimes that gets exhausting and I'll just play dumb instead. Grace and I had planned to get lunch together and her boyfriend Isaac ended up coming along with us. She wants him and I to get to know each other better since she really likes him. So I figured that's why she brought him. While we were having lunch, my mum 
side of the family was brought up and then isaac said that it must have been a shock to my dad at least for me to end up so dark since most mixed kids are lighter in complexion than i am but then he said that at least i ended up with good hair so i didn't lose out completely grace didn't speak up and say anything to him about it so i pretended not to understand what he meant and asked what was so good about my hair and what it was he thought i was losing out on anyway he got flustered and said well you know most girls with your skin tone have curlier hair so then i asked why he thought my hair was good just because it wasn't that curly he said he felt it just looked nicer so i asked why he thought that textured hair didn't look just as nice he kept blubbering out excuses and digging the hole even deeper for himself and finally grace told me to cut it out and leave him alone i paid for part of my lunch and left after that i didn't tell my dad or hannah what happened but it's obvious enough that grace is mad at me my dad asked that she and i solve whatever the problem is because he hates seeing us be so tense around each other grace ended up telling me that she was fuming because i made her boyfriend look like a jerk by playing dumb i told her that i didn't have to make him look like a jerk because he already was one but she said that i drew the problem out more than necessary and made it worse than it needed to be when i could have just told him that he effed up i mean i could have done that but i don't think it should be my job to and plus i feel like it was probably more effective to get him to explain his logic out loud rather than have me tell him he was being a jerk grace is insisting that i should have just told him point blank and because i didn't she thinks i'm the butthole yeah to be fair i fully rate her like you're calling someone out on their prejudice and making them explain the situation so they realize that they're being prejudiced nothing wrong with that good stuff simple i mean it's pretty clear just rereading the end bit where isaac is stuttering and stumbling he knows that he's made a terrible joke right he knows that he is you know not being very nice to you simple as that and you calling him out has made him realize that so yeah education i reckon is a good thing no good stuff am i the jerk for making a post about my daughter's favorite celebrity being rude to us My daughter and I were recently on vacation. We spent the day in an area that's known to have a lot of rich and famous people. And towards the end of the day, we saw one of my daughter's favorite celebrities, we'll call her A, walking out of a store. My daughter ran to the store, but when she got near A, she was stopped by A security. They said that A was there with her daughter for her daughter's birthday and wants to focus on her daughter. My daughter was very upset because she's been a fan of A for a very long time. So she tried again for a picture but was turned away. My daughter was crushed. So later that night, I made a post talking about my experience with A. How she wouldn't let anyone go near her and her daughter. The fact that her security was rude and her not being willing to stop for a couple seconds for a picture. I understand it's her daughter's birthday, but a one minute interaction with a fan isn't going to ruin her day. And if it does, That girl needs to learn that the world doesn't revolve around her. The post ended up getting a lot of attention. And a lot of people actually said my daughter and I were being entitled for expecting A to interrupt her daughter's birthday for everyone that wants a picture. I wonder why. My husband also saw the post and said he couldn't believe that I would bash her for trying to spend the day with her daughter. I'm not trying to bash her for spending the day with her daughter, but she wouldn't be where she is without her fans. So I think she at least owes it to them to take a picture. So am I the jerk for making the post about A? Yeah, I completely agree with your husband here. Are you joking? Like, come on, think about it. For you and your daughter, sure, it's just one photo. But what if every person in the world, all of her fans came up to her all the time and then said, yeah, just a quick picture. It would take a minute. Add up all those minutes on her daughter's birthday. You as a mother with your own daughter, at least you should understand that, no? And look, I get it. It's not ideal, especially for your daughter. She's gonna be upset. That is tough. And ideally this wouldn't have happened. But from the celebrity's point of view, you have to admit it makes perfect sense. And making that post and everyone commenting you're entitled, that's probably because you're entitled. Am I the jerk for cheating to get a promotion? I put the cheating in quotes here because I don't think it's cheating, but my colleagues disagree. 
I'm in my 30s and everyone involved is between 30 and 50 years old. About six months ago, our unit VP announced his retirement by the end of the year. So the company went into search mode. We recently found out our manager will be promoted into the VP position. So now his position needs to be filled, which brings us to my current situation. I'm single with no kids, so I have no other responsibilities except to myself. I really want this position because it's a visible position and a great stepping stone to my career, as seen by my manager's promotion, and it will almost double my pay. Once we found out about our manager's promotion, I started to take on extra projects and taking work home. I leave work at my normal hours, then work from home until 9 or 10 p.m., even on the weekends. All of those extra hours have allowed me to take on harder projects that other people turn down and complete more than anyone else. My manager and the VP have noticed and complimented me on my hustle. My colleagues also noticed my increased production. Last week, a work friend asked me how I'm able to do all of those projects in eight hours, and I told her about my nights and weekends. Word got around, and this week during our weekly conference call, my colleagues told me to cut it out. They accused me of cheating because I'm putting in the amount of hours they can't, so I'm skewing the production numbers. I refused. I don't think it's cheating at all, and I argued they can put in the same amount of hours if they like. Some said they can't because of family time and others refuse to work hours they won't get paid for. We're all on salary. We spent most of the meeting arguing about it. So am I cheating? Am I the jerk? All right, the last time I checked, working hard at your job and doing extra hours is not cheating. And just because these people have chosen to live lives in which maybe they can't afford to give more hours to their job or they just don't want to, both of which, by the way, is completely fair. It doesn't mean that you're doing unfair stuff because you've chosen to do that, if that makes sense. Like, it's your decision. Obviously, it's not cheating. Absolutely ridiculous and if anything your work ethic would suggest that you deserve the promotion good stuff Am I the jerk for not doing anything for christmas this year and making my husband livid? So i'm a stay-at-home mum with three kids My husband works full-time and gets an okay salary But he's tightened the grip on spending for the past four months to be able to save up to go and watch the football event overseas He's literally obsessed with anything to do with football He said he rarely ever gets to do what he wants And so I didn't want to judge him since it's his money really We discussed plans for christmas and he told me to handle everything since he won't be back until december the 20th Okay, so he must be at the world cup for those of you that don't know that is currently happening in qatar He told me he'd put aside money for Christmas decorations, food, gifts, kids' needs, etc. The money in total, though, was $100. I was completely shocked. I told him $100 for an entire family's Christmas celebration was obviously not enough. He shrugged, saying it's all he's got. But I pointed out how he's paying for his friends and his girlfriend's travel expenses. He told me to just take it, but I said that if he decided to leave me with just $100, then I won't be doing anything for Christmas. We had lots of arguments and couldn't get this resolved. He's in Qatar now. He left a few days ago. Yesterday, while I was cleaning, I found an envelope with the same $100 and a note from him telling me to make it work. I sent him a message that I've decided that I won't be doing anything for Christmas with this little money, period. He was livid. He just kept sending an angry message after another, calling me spoiled and telling me to stop expecting to live like I was still living in my parents' house and to stop trying to rob the kids of enjoying the holidays like other kids. I haven't replied, but he is livid, saying I'm punishing him for going and trying to guilt him into using his own money. Now, let me tell you, I'm a big fan of football. That is association football soccer to you Americans out there. The thing is, with the Qatar World Cup, I know firsthand that it is extremely expensive to go out there. It's not just the price of the ticket, the price of the plane, the price of the hotel. It's all of that in a package raised by so much money because Qatar have a total monopoly on it, right? And they're trying to get a lot of money from the event. Trust me, 
I know. So the fact that he's given you just $100 when he's out there for the entire duration of the World Cup, which by the way is a month. So he's there for over a month. I don't know how many games he's going to. Probably a lot. There are how many in total? 48? Might have even been more. 64? I think there are 64 games in total. That rings a bell. I don't know how many he's going to, but he's putting a lot of money into this adventure. Fair play if you can do that, but not then to leave you with $100 to do the entirety of Christmas and then say, make it work. No, that is crazy. Obviously, you're not the jerk here, OP, but your husband clearly is. Am I the jerk for calling my wife unreasonable for backing out of spending Christmas with my family after my mother rejected her cookie sample? Context. For every holiday, my mother would ask the women in the family, my sisters, sister-in-law, my wife, my female cousins, to send samples of the desserts they plan to bring to the celebration for testing and to see if these desserts could make it to the food menu. My wife has been complaining about my mother deliberately rejecting every dessert sample she sends. So many times my mother has told her that she's being honest and keeping the guest's best interests at heart, yet my wife still thought that my mother is deliberately excluding her since two of her dessert samples were rejected before. For this year's Christmas, my my mother is doing the same thing but this time she told every woman who was participating to make a cookie sample and send it to her for testing my wife took it as a challenge and to be honest she worked really hard to make a good sample and sent it to my mother days ago and the results came in just yesterday i came home from work and i found my wife upset i asked what's wrong and she told me that my mother rejected the sample she sent and decided to exclude her baking from the food list or menu for christmas this year i didn't know what to say but she then told me she was backing out of the invitation to attend Christmas with my family. I was stunned when I heard her make this statement. I tried to talk to her, but she said it was done. I called her unreasonable to decide to bail on the whole family over some cookie sample. That's just freaking crazy and quite unreasonable. We had a full-on argument about it, and she stated that my mother caused this, but I told her that my mother is pretty serious and careful about the food she offers the guests since we're going to have relatives coming from all sides of the country. She told me to stop mentioning it. Later, I heard her crying, despite telling her that her baking is amazing and people have preferences, that's all. So, am I the jerk for insisting that her decision was unreasonable? Wow, and looks like we're ending today's episode with a jerk. Yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? If you yourself are admitting that they are very nice, and look, she's putting in a lot of time and effort and still just being banished. Actually, to be fair, it doesn't even matter if they're nice or not. It's just not a nice thing, is it? To tell somebody, no, we're not having your dessert here, but everyone else is allowed. Like, it's weird. I mean, the whole thing's weird in the first place. Why is she sampling and testing your desserts? That is not a normal thing to do, right? Usually, family members come and bring their own stuff, and you're just happy that they would contribute in some way. You wouldn't taste test it like it's some gourmet menu come on like it's just christmas meal it's not that deep am i the butthole for deleting my friend's wedding photos in front of them i'm not really a photographer i'm a dog groomer i take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on my facebook and instagram it's my thing if that makes sense a cut and a photo with every appointment I very seldom shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. A friend got married a few days ago and, wanting to save money, asked if I'd shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte, but he convinced me by saying he didn't care if they were perfect, they were on a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot for $250, which is nothing for a 10-hour event. On the day of, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. I shoot the ceremony itself and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7.30 p.m. Around 5 o'clock, food is being served and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be the photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. 
I'm getting tired and at this point kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is an old veterans legion and it's like 110 and there's no AC. I told the groom I need to take off for 20 minutes to get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything. I can't even get water and my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I need to either be the photographer or leave without pay. With the heat, being hungry, being generally annoyed at the circumstances, I asked if he was sure and he said yes. So I deleted all the photos I took in front of him and took off saying I'm not his photographer anymore. If I was to be paid $250, honestly, at that point, I would have paid that $250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes. So was I the butthole? They went right on their honeymoon and they've all been off of social media, but a lot of people have been posting on their wall asking about photos with zero responses. And there we go. Pretty straightforward one to start off this episode. In my opinion, absolutely not the butthole at all. Like seriously, they expected you to work for eight and a half hours with no food or water. That's baffling. Now for our next post. And guys, with all of these, please do get in the comments down below and let me know if I'm wrong and your own opinions on these stories. Am I the butthole for telling my wife it's embarrassing she gave our daughter's bus driver cookies? Some important details. My wife is very shy, but enjoys giving and is all gung-ho about showing appreciation to workers she assume aren't appreciated or recognized. She tries to pass these beliefs onto our kids. Because she's too silent to show her appreciation, she does it through gifts usually baked goods. I've been embarrassed about it in the past. Our oldest rode the school bus for the first time. My wife was waiting at the stop with our daughter and had her hand the bus driver a bag of homemade cookies. Then when she picked her up from the stop in the afternoon, she gave a bag to the afternoon driver. I asked why she did that when she could easily have just said thank you and left it at that. She said the bus drivers work so hard having to comfort all the nervous kids and handling the unbehaved ones while driving. They deserve more than a thanks. I reminded her that this has embarrassed me in the past and I think her behavior is too extreme. I wouldn't want gifts from someone I don't know. She ignored how I felt. I contacted some people in my life to see if I was just the crazy one here and most of my friends and my mum agree. My wife's way of showing thanks just makes everyone uncomfortable. So, am I the butthole? I don't know, mate. Let me just let me f- figure it out really quickly. Yeah, to be fair, I actually completely agree. Because think about it. Would you rather have someone just, you know, give you a throwaway thank you comment or someone bake you some really nice cookies that probably took them hours to do? I know what I'd rather, you know. I really do. You're so right as well because, yeah, sometimes when you accept gifts from people you don't know, showing their gratitude, that can be really awkward. It's not a nice thing to have to go through, is it? And to be honest, I feel for the bus drivers. Think about it. Put yourself in their position. Free cookies from someone saying thank you. What horrible experience to have to go through. I feel bad for them. Now, my question is, how many people are going to believe that? I'm going I'm to go with a healthy 10%, maybe even more. Who knows? Now, moving on to our third post. Am I the butthole for not accepting my sister's relationship with my ex, despite her having cancer as a teenager? Honestly, as titles go, that has got to be up there. I am a 25-year-old woman. And my father married my 23-year-old stepsister's mother when I was four and she was three. We've lived together most of our lives and are a family. She and I were extremely close. She developed cancer when she was 14 and she was sick for about two years. She's since made a full recovery. During that time, my parents became understandably overprotective. They also asked a lot of me. 
I quit my extracurriculars so I could get a job. The money went towards her bills and so I could drive her to appointments. I didn't go to dances and any fun activities I did needed to include her. I did almost all of this willingly, the exception being having to quit my high school volleyball team. I did throw a bit of a tantrum about that, but I was swiftly punished. And I think having one emotional breakdown was pretty chill given the circumstances. Anyhow, I go to college and meet my ex. We'll call him Ben when I'm a junior. We fall in love, blah, blah, blah. He and I move in together when we graduate. So we've been living together for about three years. We were serious until July when I walked into my bedroom and saw him with my sister. I broke it off. Tears were shed. He moved out, etc. My sister apologized at first, but then backed off. Now I thought she was giving me space, but last week she called and asked if we could meet up. She told me that she and Ben were in love and were just telling me as a courtesy before they started posting photos online. Distraught, I left her in the restaurant by herself and did not pay my portion of the bill. She later Venmoed me asking for the money. Wow, that's the sort of person she is, crazy. She told my parents, who then called me to their house, telling me how disappointed in me they are for not supporting my sister's relationship with Ben. Ben, wait, really? Okay, well, they brought up the fact that because she had cancer as a teenager, she never learned proper social etiquette and has a hard time meeting people. I don't buy this, in part because I've seen her socialize just fine, and since we spent a good chunk of the time she was sick together, that would also mean that I should have bad social skills as well, by that logic. They then told me that if I don't accept my sister and Ben's relationship, they may have to go no contact- what am i re- they may have to go no contact with me i reminded them that i'm also their daughter and they should understand my point of view but they are adamant that this is about me being jealous of her for the record i'm not jealous of her i'm not upset that ben picked her over me i'm sad about the end of the relationship and i do feel betrayed but lord knows that i don't want to be with a cheater what i am upset about though is the fact that my sister chose ben over me that she slept with him knowing he and I were in a long-term committed relationship and that she continues to be with him knowing how much it hurts me. Now, no one in my immediate family is talking to me and I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm a butthole and a selfish female dog. Okay, I was gonna end it there guys, but look, there's an update and I've just had a little skim. It's, it's mind-blowing. Here we go. Update. Sometimes you can only laugh. Just got off the phone with my cousin who saw this post and said he could explain a few things. I asked him why he was on Reddit instead of school. He asked me why I was on Reddit instead of work. He told me that after my conversation with my mum, she went to his house and talked to my aunt. And here's the deal. Turns out my sister is not only in a relationship with Ben, but four months pregnant too, which means that she and Ben were screwing around for longer than I'd even guessed. Apparently, my parents are so adamant that I forgive her because I'm already ruining their experience of their first grandchild. That's right. I'm less important than my stepmom posting ultrasounds to Facebook. This is where we're at. Anyhow, I called out of work, sick the rest of the day, and I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol. Like, a lot of alcohol. And then start thinking about what the heck I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, probably one of the maddest posts I've ever read on this subreddit. I mean, goes without saying, you're obviously not the butthole. But I tell you what, your entire family definitely are. And by the way, can I just say, 
right? I'm not taking anything away from the fact that your sister went through something truly terrible. But there's going through something bad and then there's being a terrible person to your sister afterwards. And by the way, having bad social skills, what has that got to do with having cancer? Sorry. Like those two things are surely mutually exclusive. They don't really relate to one another. I don't understand it. Anyway, let's move on. And now for post four. Am I the butthole for not paying to change my father's gravely insulting gravestone? My father and mother had a very bitter marriage towards the end of his life. He had a long-running affair with another married co-worker and got her pregnant before he passed. Sorry, are we foreshadowing the previous story or something? Anyway, he was planning to leave mum, skip the country, and move to Canada to start a new life with her. They had a house picked out and all. He had moved out and was living with his co-worker when he suddenly died of a heart attack while having sex. So I shouldn't laugh while having sex. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. That's, um, that's my immature humor right there. Sorry, fellas. Divorce papers were never filed. No legal separation. They were in the process of moving all things legal, but on paper, they were still happily married. Now, me and my siblings are already out of home. Our youngest sibling is 19 and is in college. I work for a tech company and I'm currently back in my hometown helping my mum manage his estates. Well, my mum was hurt and petty and marked his gravestone as in loving memory of John Doe, son, husband, father, and adulterer. My dad's family and his pregnant partner are mad and want me to fix it. Now, I personally think it's fine. That's who he was. He was all of those things. And since it's my mum's plot, I can't do anything. So, am I the butthole? Imagine if all messages on gravestones or, you know, just words that are normally really nice had to actually be legit. So, for example, say you buried your granddad and he just wasn't a nice person. You had to write on the gravestone, yeah, he's a bit of a dickhead. Um, and that was just there. That'd be more fun, wouldn't it? As for this story, I'll be honest, I don't care. I'm now just, you know, going through what I'd have on my gravestone. You know what? Comment down below. What do you reckon would be on it? And now for our fifth post. Am I the butthole for not letting my parents into my son's life after they secretly tested his DNA? I met my wife, Sonia, at a restaurant where she worked as a waitress. It took me a while to finally be her boyfriend. I introduced her to my parents and they voiced out their disapproval after meeting her. It's a wonderful start, it really is. My parents think that she's only using me to achieve her American dream. I told them that is racist and I'm very offended by their assumption. After my wife accepted my marriage proposal, we asked for both our family's blessings. Her parents were happy for us, but my parents were gutted and refused to give their blessing. Because of this, we decided to elope and only invited my brother and Sonia's best friends to be our witnesses. Long story short, now that we're two years married and after we welcomed our first child, my parents started to reach out to us. My kind-hearted wife didn't think twice to welcome my parents into our lives. She let them meet our baby two days after being discharged from the hospital. My parents visit us regularly, and one day, while dad and mum are playing with my son, Gareth, mum said something along the lines of, Aren't you the cutest baby ever? I'm so glad to confirm you are indeed my grandson. Now, she didn't know I was around because she looked startled when I said, What is that supposed to mean? Mum tried to change the subject, but I insisted that she tell me what she's talking about. She sat me down and apologized first before telling me that they had Gareth's DNA tested to make sure that he's mine. I was speechless for a moment, and before I blew up from anger, I told Dad to give me my son, and they better leave before I lose whatever respect I had left for them. My mum was very apologetic and said it's because they don't trust my wife and that our son looks nothing like me. I didn't argue anymore 
and I told them to just get out of my house My wife was in the kitchen preparing for lunch and I told her that my parents had an emergency And that's why they left without saying a word I didn't tell my wife about the whole dna test thing until after two weeks when she asked why mum and dad weren't visiting anymore I told her everything as I know I can't keep a secret from her She started crying and it broke my heart I know how much she tried to win my parents approval and what I told her was like a slap across her face That night she told me that she can no longer let my parents into our child's life and I actually agreed with her When mum called to ask when they can visit again, I told them they are no longer welcome in our son's life Mum called my dad and I told him the same thing. He was livid. He called me ungrateful and cruel He also said a few choice words about my wife, which angered me even more I didn't even hear the rest because I just hung up Did I overreact? Am I the butthole? Obviously not. I don't even need to comment on this. Let's move on to the final post Okay, I lied. Now, the only reason I'm doing this little face camp is because I, I have got, I've got a massive problem uh, with your son's name. It's 2021 and you call your son Gareth. Like, is your, is your son 56? It's, it's unbelievable to me, but that's just my personal opinion. So, you know what? You call your son what you want. Don't listen to me. I'm just uh, some bloke in his room. So, there you go. Turns out I won't be calling my son Gareth, though. That's just for the record. Anyway, let's carry on. Sorry to interrupt. And now for our final post of this video. Can you believe it? You've made it all the way here and you know what i've saved the best to last so aren't you lucky anyway Am I the butthole for telling my in-laws exactly where my husband was when I was in labor? I gave birth to my son 10 weeks ago I went through an exhausting period while I was nearing my due dates I was experiencing discomfort and wanted my husband by my side when I go into labor But he'd go out every night to hang out at his friend's place and watch football games I suggested that he play or watch games at home just in case but he was having none of it and said he had to attend game night at his brother and friend's place along with their buddies he said they had certain how can i describe it rituals when watching a game and that he can't enjoy doing it at home or anywhere else the night of our son's birth my water broke while my husband was at his buddy's place watching a game i called him and told him to get home and take me to the hospital he said he was coming but he didn't wow i ended up calling my sister who lives nearby and she took me to the hospital my husband showed up two hours later after he kept calling asking if i was still in labor saying that he was almost done watching the game this can't be real is this real if it is what what he was able to make it on time for our son's birth but i was furious with him mad and disappointed He apologized profoundly and has been working on regaining my trust and respect for him after what he's done He's otherwise very supportive and involved in our son's care last night I was at my in-laws house for dinner and we were talking about my son's birth dates My husband suddenly started recalling what happened that night Basically, he started lying about driving me to the hospital waiting feeling stressed out and standing on his feet for so long without food or even water I was confused and I just said no none of that's true. None of that happened In fact, he was watching a game when I went into labor and I wanted him to drive me to the hospital But he didn't show up until two hours later My mother-in-law who takes no rubbish from anybody and whom everyone fears lost it on him yelling asking him if that was true and he kept quiet she started berating him left and right telling him to sit down and shut up when he stood up to argue then told him to stand up when he was sitting arguing 
everyone was laughing at how she basically treated him as if he was a boy in trouble well he was she kept saying shame 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 on you this is not how i raise my children to treat their wives jordan you are a disgrace and i'm disappointed because of what i heard about you he literally swallowed every bit of his mother's berating and didn't say anything till we got home where he went nuts saying that i made him look neglectful a bad husband and father by telling his family about where he was and he said that i shouldn't have said anything but i argued it wasn't okay for him to lie and play the hero in front of his parents he said i just caused a rift between him and family and asked if i was happy now so am i the butthole should i have not said anything well listen i'll be honest watching football not this like terrible american rubbish proper football with your mates is good fun and if you think about it you can always have another kid another time and hopefully if there's not a game on that evening you can go to the birth i, I do kind of agree football has to take precedence at some points you know what it's just a fact and also think about this he actually got there for the birth so he missed nothing nothing at all don't know why you're complaining about it don't know why his mum's berating him i salute him i hope your team won sir am i the butthole for demanding that my son's stepdad pay for the xbox he threw in the pool i am a father of a 16 year old son called adam his mother and i have been separated since he was six adam is always happy to spend time at my place as part of the custody agreements he hates his stepdad and calls him controlling he puts strict rules on adam and punishes him for long periods of time over small mistakes He doesn't give him allowance like I do or let his mum give him any money So adam started working to be able to buy the stuff he wants now adam always wanted to buy an xbox But couldn't afford the full price. So I told him whatever he saved I was willing to pay double and he was able to buy a new xbox for the first time weeks ago I got an angry phone call from his stepdad asking why the heck I bought adam an xbox knowing it's not allowed at his house First of all, I told him that Adam paid for the Xbox with his hard-earned money. And second of all, that it's his mum's house, so he can't dictate what is and what isn't allowed. He went on about how the Xbox is a distraction tool for Adam from his school and chores. But I assured him that Adam is responsible with time and can manage and balance just fine. He suggested I keep the Xbox at my house and that Adam can come over to play. But I said that that's not up to me. Clearly, I got him angry enough, so he warned me about the consequences of seeing Adam playing with the Xbox and ignoring his duties. I hung up immediately. Two days later, Adam called and was freaking out, saying his stepdad had a rage fit and threw his Xbox in the pool as a punishment for Adam playing it instead of mowing the lawn. I was in dismay. I went over to his mum's house to see what was going on, but I didn't find her. Instead, I found Adam crying and I confronted his stepdad and he said he'd had to do it because Adam was being neglectful with his chores and said that this was the result of built-up resentments because of Adam's continuous lack of responsibility. I argued that even if he thought Adam was being irresponsible with his playing time, throwing the Xbox in the pool was unhinged of him because he could have hidden it for all I know. He yelled that he gets to decide what punishment fits and went on about how he was just trying to help Adam become a responsible young man. I was tired of this and I told Adam to pack up his stuff and go to my place. His stepdad firmly said he wouldn't allow it and that I was preventing him from performing his duties as a father and an authority figure. But I told him, you need to pay for a new Xbox. He argued that I was delusional to expect him to pay for something he doesn't want in his house in the first place. But I said that was enough, then left. Adam's mother came and argued with me, saying her husband made a mistake, but I shouldn't have taken Adam out of the house. 
I asked if she was happy with how his stepdad was treating him and she said that's tough love because he wouldn't have done this if he didn't care. I blatantly said that her husband was just being an overbearing, power tripping, control freak and told her that Adam is staying with me and we're expecting a new Xbox. She told the family I was stopping her from seeing Adam. All right, guys, get down in the comments. What do you lot think? Is OP the butthole or not? I'll give you three seconds to write something down. I lied. I'm not waiting around, especially not for you. Um, I think that OP is definitely not the butthole. I mean, if you chuck someone's Xbox into a pool for no legitimate reason, as you said, you genuinely could have just hidden it and it would have had the same effect, then yeah, you got to buy a new one. Pretty obvious. And now moving on to our second post. Am I the butthole for telling my entire family that my cousin's child-free wedding isn't 100% child-free and refusing to attend? I need some insight to see if I'm in the wrong because I really don't feel like I am. I am a 32-year-old woman and I just received an invite to my cousin, Alex, who is a 30-year-old woman's wedding. It stated on the invite that the wedding would be child-free. I'm not new to child-free weddings, but what has me frustrated is the fact that there will be children at the wedding. Alex plans on having her and her future husband's nieces and nephews at their wedding. I overheard her asking her sister if her niece could be the flower girl at a family get-together. Now, this confused me because child-free means no children. So, I called Alex and asked. I told her and said that if her nieces and nephews are going, then my five-year-old daughter, who is similar in age to her nieces and nephews, should be allowed to go too. Alex said that only those in the bridal party are the exception and that she wants her nieces and nephews at the wedding. When I asked why they could come and not my daughter, she said it's because she knows her nieces and nephews are well-behaved, so there will be no issues. She also knows her sister and brother-in-law's parents very well. And to top it off, she's a teacher who wants a day where she doesn't have to deal with the children of others. She also just said that she's closer to them. I told her that her reasoning was ridiculous because child-free means no kids, including her nieces and nephews. Alex then told me that I was more than welcome to decline the invites. So I did. I ended up venting to my mother, who is married to Alex's dad's brother. And while she didn't agree with Alex, she said she could understand her feelings. However, my dad didn't like it and called her dad, my uncle Mitch, asking why my daughter couldn't come. Now, Mitch told my dad that it is Alex's wedding and said that she can do as she pleases. He also said that cousins are not the same as nieces and nephews, especially since they're in the bridal party. My dad said that since Mitch is paying for it, he should talk Alex into allowing children. But he declined and said that he and my aunt don't believe paying for the wedding gives them a say. And even if it did, he agrees with Alex. This upset my dad. So he then told other family members. Now, several members are upset that Alex and her future husband's nieces and nephews will be there, but no one else is allowed to bring their children. We've got a fairly large family and we all watch each other's children. So finding childcare will be difficult. Most of the family say it's Alex's wedding and her reasons make sense. But I and some of my cousins are refusing to attend. Alex doesn't seem to care one way or the other. One cousin told Alex she was bringing her child anyway, To which Alex said, make sure you wear sneakers so it's easier on your feet as you're escorted back to your car. Which is how we found out that she's having the security guard from her school checking the guest list and that he knows to not let any children in. So, am I the butthole? Oh, wow, this one's a bit hard, isn't it? Oh, wait, no, it isn't. 
Um, it, it's, it's like obvious. It's, what, who posts this sort of shit? Like seriously, it's the most dumb post I've ever seen in my life. It's Alex's wedding, you stupid mug. Obviously, she can do what she wants. If she wants no kids, but if she wants kids that she likes, it's her wedding, man. She can do that. Crazy, I know. And also, why are you being like a grammar Nazi and going over the exact specifics of calling it child-free and therefore having to have no children at all? It just means that you can't bring your annoying little kid, mate. That's it. She can bring hers and her nieces and nephews that she likes and knows aren't going to be a problem. And by the way, want to be heavily involved in the wedding as part of the bride party or whatever. But not your little rats. They can stay out. And now for our third post. Am I the butthole for reminding my husband's friend that I make three times his salary? My husband has a friend called Mike who fancies himself the wolf of Wall Street. Mike got some money when his grandpa passed away, about 150k, and he blew it all very quickly in get-rich-quick schemes as well as trying out day trading. He's currently working in a call center while still trying to make it big. He's got no inheritance money left. The issue is that Mike is really bad at making financial decisions, and so he keeps losing money, but that doesn't stop him from repeating over and over that next year he'll make his first million. He's been saying this for five years. I wouldn't mind his attitude as much, except he constantly belittles me and my husband, looking down on us for our car when he doesn't have one, or saying that smart people work for themselves as a dig at our jobs. He finally made money last week, about 2000, and he came over for dinner. He was on a huge high from making money and was more arrogant than usual, talking about how he was going to buy a really expensive car and wouldn't be caught dead with the car we own. He then kept saying, I made 2K in 15 minutes. Nobody else at this table can say that. He then proceeded to try and give us financial advice, which consisted of him putting down mine and my husband's jobs. He makes the same amount as my husband and way less than me. I got fed up with his attitude and said, Mike, we didn't make 2,015 minutes, but I do make 100,000 a year, which is about three times what you make. And I never blow 150K. So I really don't think you're in a position to advise on finances. He stormed out and said I was a butthole. My husband thinks I should have been nicer since I know how he is. So am I? Again, of course, absolutely not. But realistically, I don't even know why I'm commenting on this story. I don't care about anyone involved. The truth is that if you add up all their salaries of all three people involved in this story and times it by 10, you still haven't got to my yearly salary. And that's the truth, guys. I'll be completely honest. That is the truth. So why am I even bothering to comment on these guys? These absolute losers making six figures. Jesus, get a better job. Can I put that in? Who cares? And by the way, before all you lot like go down to the comments and say stop flexing and stop being arrogant, etc., etc. Obviously, that is actually true. So yeah, I was flexing. Deal with it. And now for our final post of today's r slash am I the butthole episode. Am I the butthole for not following my husband's new religious beliefs? Me and my husband, who are about 30 years old, met in college and have been married for six years. My husband was raised in a strict evangelical household, but broke away from those beliefs around the time we met. We had what I thought was a very happy marriage until my husband's father passed away in early 2021. He received a cancer diagnosis and was gone a few weeks later. My husband was and is very understandably completely devastated. He'd remained very close to his father despite no longer following the religious beliefs of his childhood. My husband decided to honor his father's memory by rejoining his church. Unfortunately, it is one of those churches that forbids many things I find fun and relatively harmless 
and classifies them as addictions or tools of satan for example before his father's passing my husband and i enjoyed having a glass of wine or cocktail now and then maybe a couple times a week and we also enjoyed weed or edibles legally once every month or two but after joining the church my husband decided he was an alcoholic and drug addict he also decided that his occasional prawn use we enjoyed it together to spice things up now and then was also an addiction he's now insisting that i'm also an addict because i don't want to give all these things up i tried to meet him halfway look i don't care about weed and i'm fine never using it again and i agreed not to drink at home if my husband truly wanted to have a sober household but i said that i would still want to have an occasional drink when out with friends i will admit i like written erotica which he never thought was a problem until he became religious He also threw away my vibrator saying it was an instrument of the devil The latest is that my husband's pastor told him video games All games that is not just m-rated ones are sinful And now my husband is insisting that I have a video game addiction and that I need treatments Gaming is a main hobby for me probably around 8 to 10 hours a week It's not an addiction in my view just something that I really enjoy I work full-time cook clean exercise etc i'm not neglecting anything else in my life except respect for my husband's new beliefs i guess by gaming my husband wants me to start going to church with him he says he will go to couples counseling but only through his church not to a secular counselor i told him that i understand that he's grieving and struggling and that i want to be kind and supportive and if it really helps we can keep alcohol and weed out of the house but i'm not going to become an evangelical Unlike him, I was raised with atheist parents and I'm not going to restrict myself to activities that he finds acceptable under his religious beliefs. I also asked him to please stop labeling habits he doesn't like as addiction. Of course, he now thinks I'm a butthole for being mean to him while he's grieving. Most of our family members and friends also think I should do what he asks in the name of being supportive. So am i the butthole okay well look this one is actually slightly tough i would say because you can't really put yourself in that position unless you've gone through it before personally my husband's father has never died and my husband hasn't then turned evangelical so unfortunately i can't really give much of an opinion however i would say that op clearly you understand what's going on here and it's not as if you're saying oh no don't do any of that i'm not supporting you in any of that you know what he's going through obviously and it's also very clear by what you've written here that you understand that you need to be supportive of your husband It's not as if you're neglecting everything that he's just, you know, found again. But yeah, I think it is like just finding that middle point. But it's quite hard to, I guess, at the moment with your husband. Maybe for a period of time, you could go a little bit further, maybe a little bit further than you'd like to just to appease your husband and support him whilst he's going through such a bad, you know, period of time. Then eventually come back towards a sort of middle ground once your husband, you know, gets a little bit better and gets over it a little bit more. I don't know. In the same way, you don't just want to sacrifice everything that you enjoy doing. And to be honest, some of the stuff your husband is saying is actually kind of mad like you're not addicted to games you play them for eight to ten hours a week and if you are then i'm in big trouble let me tell you that for sure and by the way so are all of you i'm guessing am i the butthole for refusing to share my pregnant wife's diet i a 27 year old man am a nutritionist and fitness trainer my 23 year old wife is a stay-at-home wife She's now five months pregnant. My mum came to our home to help my wife out as she is having a difficult pregnancy. She's being made to eat only green leafy vegetables, other veggies, rice, Indian flatbread, lentils, and curd. 
My mum makes bland food for her since she's unable to keep anything down My mum is also very strict about her not eating too many oils sweets junk, etc I make separate food containing meats eggs milk spices, etc for myself and my mum Now me and my mum do the household chores since my wife is unable to do anything due to severe nausea bloating and acidity My wife has started to feel bad because she's stuck eating bland food while we eat spice food containing meat I try consoling her by telling her that it's just for four more months But she said since she's likely to have a c-section She'll not be allowed to have anything but bland food for two months more at least My mum said she'll have to eat it for longer than that as eating spicy and non-vegetarian food is bad for nursing women My wife then told me she wants me to give her company by eating the same food as her I refused because I prefer animal protein over plant protein I however told her that i'd stop eating junk foods sweets, etc She's now mad at me saying that i'm selfish for not even sacrificing my current food habits for her So am I the butthole? Okay, but seriously guys, where do I even begin with this one? There's just so much to unpack I've always presumed that a pregnant woman normally decides what she wants to eat and it's not forced upon her by her boyfriend or her boyfriend's mum clearly i'm wrong there i'm not a nutritionist and this guy is so he must be doing something right but in all seriousness though um not changing your diet to accommodate your pregnant wife is actually mental yes clearly op is the butthole let's move on now moving on to our next post Am I the butthole for choosing to work at home when my zoom meetings annoy my husband? My employer has given the employees the choice of working at home or going into the office Personally, I feel that it's safer to stay at home given what's still going on And it's about half and half of my co-workers who've decided to stay home or go to the office The problem and conflict is that I often have two or three one-hour zoom meetings per day I use headphones, but I do talk during part of them. I close the door, but the noise bothers my husband, who's in the other room. He's also at home all day since he's unemployed. He keeps telling me that I'm selfish to stay at home and bother him when I could choose to go work in the office. And he says that I'm just too lazy to go to the office and waves off my health concerns as paranoid. I do feel guilty because he gets really upset by the noise and says that it's hard for him to focus on stuff he's reading when he hears me talking. Am I wrong? Should I go into the office a few days a week? Now I have had quite a few comments telling me that I should tell my husband to look for a job, but he told me he doesn't want to until COVID is over which is a bit weird since he says that I'm paranoid about it. Overall, he makes me feel guilty a lot, which is why I came on here. Lately, he's been getting upset that our place isn't clean enough. We don't sleep in the same room, but he comes in and inspects my room every day. And today, he was upset about the noise again. What a bloke. That is my conclusion. Not only is your husband clearly the butthole in this story, and you obviously are not OP, but also leave that man when you can. And I've got a plan. Come and live with me, uh, because I don't make any noise when I record. Honestly, if my family got annoyed by my noise, I'd have been out of this house about two years ago. That is for sure. I am an extremely loud person, especially when I'm recording. So uh, yeah, accommodate your wife who's working, by the way. But who cares about that? Yeah, honestly, just get rid of the bloke. Am I the butthole for getting annoyed with my friend's vegan boyfriend? On Sunday, my friend and her boyfriend came over for a roast dinner. Now, roast dinner for those of you losers that are outside of the UK is beef, Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, veg, and gravy. And by the way, must I say, yes, I must, it's lovely. Uh, If you haven't tried it and you're in another country, it's delicious. My friend's boyfriend is a vegan, and I thought that this would be a fun challenge. Now, making a roast is a lot of work. 
But I didn't want meat eaters to miss out for one vegan So I made two completely different dinners I researched the best possible way to make a vegan version that's still yummy for him I spent a fortune on the vegan alternatives I didn't mind though as I invited them over and was game for a new cooking challenge Anyway, I served the dinners feeling pretty proud of myself And the boyfriend didn't even mention the meal just said thanks at the end now I was a little bit miffed that he overlooked the work that I put into his dinner, but whatever Anyway, I made a non-vegan and vegan dessert a large creme brulee and for him a chocolate pudding thing that was vegan I also had chocolate sour, etc, which were not vegan and I offered coffees The boyfriend asked for a coffee with regular milk as he fancied a treat Now I must have pulled a face. There's no way that I didn't and I said Okay See, I'm really angry at this point, considering the effort I went to respect his diet requirements. I return with coffees, and he is scoffing my part of the creme brulee, leaving me with his vegan desserts. I said, that wasn't vegan. And he went, eh, doesn't matter. Now, I kind of lost my head at this point and pointed out how rude it was of him to ask for his dinner to be 100% vegan as far as not cooking potatoes in certain things and how I went above and beyond trying to make his meal pleasant for him to throw it in my face. He laughed and said, chill, it's not that big of a deal. Anyway, he thinks I'm a huge butthole. And his girlfriend my friend is conflicted and in an awkward position if i've been the butthole i'd apologize to clear the air for my friend but i feel that he should oh and by the way a little edit at the end here so when op initially first invited them for dinner my friend said that her boyfriend was a vegan and gave me his number he texted to say please no mixing etc of meats and animal produce but then he does that wow All right, let me just caveat what I'm about to say by first of all saying I have nothing against vegans or anyone that has a different or, you know, abnormal sort of diet. That's completely fine. But if you're like pushing that diet onto somebody else and knowing that that's going to make them change their plans or, you know, their recipes and make them put more effort into the dinner, then you go to that dinner and you don't even care about it and you just eat whatever you want anyway. That is so disrespectful. That is crazy. It's just sad as well because clearly like OP has actually enjoyed putting the effort into making a meal specifically for you. And then you just throw it back in her face and just scoff her creme brulee in front of her why now for our next post am i the butthole for refusing to babysit my sister's kids any further after her son lied to her about me my sister is a single mother with two children an 11 and a seven-year-old the seven-year-old is a boy while the other is a girl Now, she works a lot and doesn't have a lot of money to afford babysitting, so I started watching her kids for her for free. There was an incident one day where the seven-year-old had gotten mad at me because I wouldn't let him jump on the couch. I explained to him that he could get hurt and he threw a tantrum, which was normal. It's what young kids do. Well, around the time my sister gets home, he starts suddenly bawling his eyes out and running towards her. I'm confused, as he was just fine a second ago but followed behind him to greet her. He immediately starts on a rant about how I had a man in the house and how neither him or his sister had eaten at all that day. Now, my sister was rightfully fuming and started asking questions. I shook my head, said he was lying, and that she had cameras, so we should probably just sit down and watch them. She said no, and that I needed to go before she called the police. So I left. A few hours later, she calls me and apologizes, saying she watched the footage and saw no man enter the house at all and that she'd seen that her son had refused to eat the dinner I made them. She asked when could I come by next as she hoped I understood the misunderstanding. 
But I said I'd no longer be babysitting for her She said that he's just seven and that kids lie all the time But I still refused we went back and forth over the phone insulting each other and that was that Now my mother thinks i'm being ridiculous for being mad at a kid, but it's more than that I could have gotten in trouble if the police had shown up and he was saying what he said So am I the butthole? Yeah, this one is actually quite tough I don't really know. I mean, you're not the butthole, right? First of all, because you know, it's a pretty horrible thing that's happened to you But then again, is the seven-year-old is it really his fault? Like he's only seven We've all done bad things when we're kids. I can remember lying about stupid stuff when I was seven Maybe not as stupid and complex as this to be fair I mean, what a lie he's made up is really brilliant to see and I, I really admire his invention But it's not like the worst thing is it? He's only seven. He doesn't really have much common sense yet Clearly he'll get more understanding as he gets older and yeah, it was just a weird thing to say at the time time but he's seven i think easiest way to deal with this is just you know have a little break tell the kid he's stupid um maybe don't give him any food for a week and then come back and do some more babysitting simple answer really now for our next post am i the butthole for refusing to give up my seat on a flight to a person who has a guide dog and is visiting a family member in hospital due to the fact that i have a dog allergy i won't be going into specifics in this story since i'd rather avoid being identified I have a severe dog allergy. I can have varying degrees of severity when it comes to my reactions when I'm exposed to dogs. In short, being in a closed environment with a dog is out of the question. Earlier today, I was boarding my flight with my friends since we're all going on vacation together. As I'm boarding, I find that one of the passengers is boarding with a golden retriever with a guide dog vest on it. I want to make it clear that I'm not questioning whether this was a guide dog or not. This was also a fairly small plane since the flight would only take around an hour as mentioned I cannot be in a confined space with a dog I told one of the flight attendants my concerns since I could have potentially ended up in hospital If I had to fly with this dog the flight attendant informed the woman with the dog who goes into hysterics Saying that she is visiting a sick family member and can't afford to miss her flights Now i'm not sure how sick the family member in question was or is yeah, uh, to be honest mate. That's not that important. Uh, you shouldn't have said that Wow, the flight attendant asked if i'd be willing to miss this flight and catch the next one That would be leaving in around two hours I was offered a seat in first class if I was willing to do this I said that unfortunately I wouldn't be able to do this since I'd paid for my vacation Due to the size of the plane the dog wouldn't be able to go in the holds The woman started insulting my character saying that I was heartless for putting my vacation over her sick family member Yeah, she's got a very good point there my friend So I got on the plane and sat with my friends as I did this a woman in a nearby seat told me that she wanted to inform me That I am the biggest idiot that i've ever met I didn't respond since I didn't want to cause a confrontation Now my friends haven't said i'm in the wrong But they have kept making sarcastic jokes about the situation So am I the butthole? Uh, Let me just think about that for a second. Yes. Yes, you are my friend Well, not my friend. I wouldn't be mates with you you just are okay look first of all you're the only one on that plane who has a problem with a dog being on board look nothing you can do about it fine but it is like your issue it's no one else's issue and that woman not only needs her guide dog of course but she's also traveling to something much more important than you if anyone's gonna miss their flight it's gonna have to be you here mate it really has to now second of all you're being offered an upgrade a first class flight 
in two hours time it's your issue in the first again it's your issue right you have to take that flight and ultimately i think you should have been forced to take it you're the one that's stopping her from getting on the plane nobody else cares and i get that you have your reason but yeah you should be the one that is forced to, to miss the flight not her that is crazy wow and now for our final post of this episode am i the butthole for refusing to give my daughter her room back i'm a father of two natalie age 24 and jonathan age 17 Jonathan had mobility issues throughout his childhood and it got worse as he grew up He became a full-time wheelchair user two years ago after he had a serious accident that left him in a worse state than he was before Natalie moved out for college at the age of 18 and then moved in with her now ex-boyfriend Now I need to mention that because Natalie is my oldest she had the bigger room in the house Jonathan had the smaller room which was fine by him but now it's different with the major change in his life and needing a wheelchair to move around i've considered moving him into natalie's old room that she hasn't used in years i first called her to let her know and she gave me the green light to go ahead and do what's best for her brother and make his life easier i renovated it and added things in to accommodate jonathan's needs and it costs money Remember, that was almost two years ago. A few days ago, Natalie called, saying she had a huge fight with her now ex after she caught him with someone and was staying at the hotel. We talked a little, and she asked me to empty her bedroom and move Jonathan back to his old room because she wanted hers back and said it'd be cool if her mum and I prepare it for when she moves in with us. I was taken aback completely. I said I can't move Jonathan out since he needs the room. I explained he needs the space to move freely But she said it's her room no matter how many years she's been away from it I called her unreasonable and reminded her that she said I could give the room to Jonathan But she said she wants it and expects to have it back now We went back and forth on this issue and I refused to give it back to her She threw a fit saying I should be supporting her and giving her shelter in this hard time And I replied that I know she's struggling and she's welcome to come, but the room was off limits. She got more upset, saying I was favoring Jonathan over her and got my wife feeling guilty, saying she'll be staying at the hotel till we tell her her room was ready for her, which I declined to do and said she could just stay there then. This morning, I found out my wife's been sending her money to pay for her hotel stay and she's been telling the family that I'm keeping her out of the house. In my defense, I told them Natalie wants the room, but Jonathan needs it. And I already spent money on renovating it. Yeah, this one is extremely simple. I mean, ultimately, if you own the house OP, you can do whatever you want with the rooms anyway. And yeah, maybe Natalie wants the room back, but it's not really her room. It's your house. And by the way, Jonathan needs the space. Like, come on, clear your daughter is just, you know, a little bit messed up has no common sense screwed in the head very very selfish and ignorance i don't know just insert any of those phrases there and it probably works for her my god i mean look your brother is disabled and in a wheelchair and you want your old room back that has been renovated to cater to him and all his needs it's very very crazy once again i feel like i'm saying crazy after every single one of these posts but this one especially how stupid are you natalie you stupid right can i say that i can because she is one am i the butthole for laughing at my vets i currently own two cats and work at a pet supply store i took my two cats to the vet today to get their yearly shots and checkup the vet asked about the kind of litter and litter box they use and then about their diets which is when i told him they were on raw food diets and there was dead silence i'm well aware of vets being against raw food diets as my entire family feeds their animal raw food and they've all been given the talk before but 
This is the first time where I'm actually very aware of different kibble brands and the ingredients. So the vet starts their talk on how it's not a good diet for them, they're lacking, it's not good on their digestive tract, etc. And I very calmly waited for them to be done and had planned on just blowing them off. But they then recommended a kibble brand that is absolutely terrible. Protein is only listed once in the ingredients and it's only a byproduct and it's third on the list. So instead, I started laughing and essentially told them they are delusional if they think I'm going to switch my cats from a high protein, no added ingredient superfood diet to absolute garbage kibble food. If he really thinks that, then he needs to go back to school and learn what is actually healthy for a cat. And even though I didn't mention it, I am well aware of the fact that most vets in my city are getting kickbacks for supporting this brand. Wow, aren't you lot lucky? Starting off today's video with possibly the worst story I've ever read in my life. I mean, no doubt about it personally, OP is 100% the butthole there. I mean, the amount of bullshit that this story contains, in my opinion, right? I don't know this for sure, but surely a lot of this is just complete bull. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, first of all, thinking that a vet wouldn't want the best for your animal. No, that's literally what that's that's what they're trained for. They're not going to just be chatting shit, are they? They're not going to lie to your face. And also, what's this kickback bull? That, That just doesn't exist. That would be like the biggest fraudulent thing ever. If they were getting kicked back from a product that wasn't good enough for the animal, that just wouldn't happen. I've never even had a dog or a cat, and I know that's not true. Like, come on. That's the biggest load of bullshit ever. And second of all, just laughing at somebody who clearly knows more than you. Yeah, congratulations, you work at a pet shop, pal. I, mean, I don't care. I really don't care. This person's like a, a qualified vet, so they're going to know a little bit more than you. And there's a reason why they've told all of your family members to stop feeding your pets this, probably because it's not optimal for them. Unbelievable, it really is. What a start to the vid. And now moving on to our second part. I got mad at my wife because she caused me to fail an important interview. Am I the butthole? I am a 27 year old man and my wife who is 24 have been married for three years She is six months pregnant I've been looking for a job with better pay since my wife said that she wanted to be a stay-at-home mum after the birth Today, I had this interview for a position at a very good IT company, which would be paying me triple my current salary. There were a lot of measures taken to prevent malpractice. I was not allowed to look anywhere but the screen, etc., and the test was conducted on an online platform. So, I told my mum numerous times before the exam about the strict invigilation. Just 15 minutes after the test started, my wife started knocking on my study door and calling out my name, saying she wanted me to open a jar. I ignored her because I would be disqualified from the interview if I looked anywhere else or spoke. I figured she'd get the hint that I couldn't talk, but she didn't. And she yelled at me, calling me a butthole, and went on to talk to her friends on call. It didn't stop at the calls. She then played loud music for her online dance yoga class. It was extremely distracting, and I made a lot of mistakes in the exam. It was a multiple choice question based test, so I got the results immediately. And as expected, I had miserably failed it. I was livid at my wife. This was the fifth interview that she'd ruined like this. I told her that I'd give up on trying to make her life easier and that I'm not ready to go looking for any more jobs since she doesn't even want to maintain silence during my important interviews. I told her to start working again after the birth and that I'm okay paying for a nanny or a babysitter. She said that I'm being unreasonable and expecting perfect silence at home. So... Am I the butthole? I mean, no, obviously not. I don't even think I need to say that. But also, like, it's not as if you're expecting your wife to be silent 24-7. It's just while you're doing this one-off test for an interview that would significantly improve your lives and allow your wife to do what she wants. 
stay at home and look after your kid so weird like i imagine a lot of you watching or listening right now have done some of these online tests or you know online interviews or even like zoom classes you do kind of need silence otherwise it's a little bit distracting i know myself that i've done a lot of these practical online invigilation sort of tests and even when i lived with four of my mates who were quite loud people at university even they were quiet when I was doing these because they realized I need a bit of silence. It's not that hard, is it? I do the same for them. I did the same for them. We all did these little tests online, trying to get placement jobs or whatever before I did YouTube. It's not that hard to be quiet for what? An hour, two hours, once a week, maximum. I mean, seriously. What a ridiculous, ridiculous woman. I mean, part of me would suggest that maybe she doesn't want you to get this job, but then also I don't see how that would help her at all. Like she would then be forced to go and get a job herself. I don't know. It's very, very weird. Is she jealous? No, because that wouldn't make sense. I just don't know why she'd do this. And now for our third post. Am I the butthole for calling the police on my clients? I am a 28 year old woman and I do babysitting on the weekends to make some extra cash. There's one family I definitely should have faced out by now, but the kids are cute and if I don't have another job, it is easy money. My issue is the mum is never home on time. She used to not give me return times, but finally I started asking as it made it impossible to get anything done on the weekends. I'd go babysit so she could go to brunch, but she'd be gone from 11am to 7pm. My whole day was gone. After that, she'd start giving me times, but never stick to them. She wouldn't even call to tell me. She would just stay out. On Saturday, I got to her house at 6 and she was supposed to be home by 9. I told her she needed to be on time because I had plans to go out with friends. I was even getting ready at their house after I put the kids to bed. She promised. Of course, though, 9 rolls around and she's not home. I call her, no response. Text, no response. Another hour, nothing. Still calling and texting. Finally, it's midnight. By this point, my plans are long ruined, but I'm annoyed and exhausted. I call her and leave a voicemail saying if she's not home in the next hour, I'm considering the kids abandoned and calling the cops. I also text her this. I try calling her 30 minutes later and it goes to voicemail on the second ring. I text her again and she leaves me on red. If she'd reached out saying, hey, I'm staying out until this time, I would have stayed. I don't know any of her family nor the father of the kids so i can't call them i gave her a grace period of 15 minutes and tried calling again finally i called the cops the non-emergency line they showed up and i showed our agreements in text from earlier in the week confirming that she'd be home by nine they tried contacting her she didn't answer i was dismissed and they took the children to the police station i go home and go to bed i'm awoken at 3 a.m by a frantic call It's her. Where are the kids? Why am I not here? I tell her I follow through on my threats. Check the police station. She cursed me out. I hung up and went back to bed. The next day, she sends me an essay saying the kid's father was called and there's a DCF investigation launched against her. She called me every name under the sun, but I didn't think I was wrong until I spoke to a friend with kids. She said I should have just waited it out and then refused to ever sit for her again She asked if her potentially losing her kids was worth me being petty Yeah, very interesting way of looking at it and to be honest with you I do actually kind of agree with her friend on this one Like I put myself in this position. Is there any way that i'd ever call the police? No, I just wouldn't that's just not something I would do I would just wait until she come come back to be honest Yeah, of course I would charge her for the overtime and the extra hours that I was doing but realistically would I call the police for this? 
this no way I just I just wouldn't even think of doing that to be completely honest with you now I'm reading through the comments here and the majority of people are saying that OP was not the butthole by doing this and to be fair I don't think you necessarily were the butthole OP by calling the police you had your reasons completely fine I'm just saying I don't think that I would do that the mum by the way is a total cow I'm just saying I don't think it would be worth calling the police yeah just wait till she comes back Stay the night if you have to. It's not ideal, but look, it's got to be done. It has to be done. Sorry. The last thing I'll say on this is that, yeah, I'm not blaming OP, but you probably could have seen the red flags a little bit earlier here. Like, as you say, this isn't the first time this has happened. She's done this multiple times in the past, not giving you return dates, coming back much later than the time she set. Now, look, I'm not saying that you saw this coming or anything like that. I'm, I'm not, honestly. This was always a distinct possibility, and calling the police just seems a little bit extreme to me. That's all. Guys, I accept though my opinion there might be in the minority so look comment down below do you disagree with me all good all healthy let me know why and now moving on to our fourth am i the butthole post am i the butthole for losing weight before my sister's wedding i a 28 year old woman used to be quite overweight over the last year or so i have made many changes in my life and have successfully lost almost 100 pounds now look i'm not sure this is right but in my head i've got that about 40 kilograms which is insane i don't live close to any of my family and don't post on social media so my family wasn't really aware of my weight loss i did mention that i was making healthier choices but that's it it's just that every time before that i've tried to lose weight it hasn't worked out so i didn't want anyone commenting on it well it certainly has this time i mean you've lost over half my weight that that is unbelievable well done my younger sister who is 26 got engaged last year and i'm super happy for her due to circumstances the wedding had to be pushed back a little it's happening a week from now and because i haven't seen everyone in so long i decided to come down two weeks earlier to help out and catch up well When I came to see my family, my sister freaked out upon seeing me. As it turns out, she's gained a bit of weight. Not super noticeable to me, she still looks great. But I think this is the first time in our lives that I'm smaller than her. I've always been the fat sister. She basically accused me of trying to upstage her and my parents are fully taking her side. I'm really not sure if I'm in the wrong here, as so many of my family are taking her side of things. So, am I the butthole for losing weight before my sister's wedding? What? No. And and your family should be happy for you. Any normal person would be happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'd invite you to my wedding. I'd be glad you were there. Do you want to come to my wedding? I'd love to see you. And that's not a joke. How can you not be proud of that? Losing 100 pounds. About 45 kg. That's insane. Congratulations to you. Any normal person would be delighted for you. Your family clearly are not normal. Oh, but generally, though, like when I get married, you're the first name on the, on the guest list. And that's not actually a joke. So uh, leave your contact details in the comments. Thanks, OP. Imagine she actually, imagine she actually watched this video now. I was like, I actually really do want to come. Well, you're invited, so there you go. And now for our final Am I the Butthole post of this episode. Now, don't even think before I start reading this of clicking off. Because I have saved the best till last. And by best... I mean, probably the worst. There's a reason it's fifth. But you know what? Don't worry. You're invested now. Here we go. Am I the butthole for telling my dad that I'm not his replacement wife? I am 16 and my mum passed away recently. My brother, who is 14, and dad are so devastated by this tragic loss and we are struggling. Now, I have basically found myself handling all chores and work around the house. My brother is too traumatized. He hasn't been talking since the funeral and my dad hasn't been lifting a finger and doing a single thing. 
he started making requests from cleaning the messy living room he sleeps on the couch to picking up dirty laundry to doing dishes cooking or ordering food walking the dogs vacuuming doing repairs mowing the lawn washing the car since my brother stopped doing it i'm too exhausted oftentimes Mum used to do the chores and i used to help but i've got school and after school commitments and my dad keeps negatively commenting on how i get things done comparing me to my mum, like how much time i take to make breakfast etc that is horrible yesterday he woke me up at 6 a.m even though he told me to skip school and he wanted me to make breakfast i scrambled eggs and prepared other dishes then went to wake my brother up i set the table and once dad sat down he looks at the scrambled eggs and goes what is this this is not the right way to make scrambled eggs your mother used to make perfect scrambled eggs did you not learn anything from her at all How are we supposed to survive if you can't even properly make scrambled eggs? He then looks at my brother and says, We're doomed. I snap and loudly tell him I'm not his replacement wife and don't expect me to do this and that for him. He looks at me stunned and my brother rushes out immediately. Dad starts telling me how cruel and insensitive what I just said and how out of line I was. I replied that I was too tired to make the perfect scrambled eggs my mum used to make and that maybe if he as a parent had tried to learn, we wouldn't be suffering right now. He gets up, throws the towel and walks out. My aunt came to visit and when I told her what happened, she went off saying I should have never said that to my grieving dad and that I should be ashamed of myself for talking to him like that. So am I the butthole? Am I the butthole for kicking out my girlfriend? So, I've got a cat named Raven who's three years old. My girlfriend of two years moved in with me a few weeks ago and it was clear she didn't like my cat. I didn't think it was a really big deal until one day I got home and he was just gone. He's not an outdoor cat and he never goes outside. He was gone for hours and I was worried sick until my buddy came to my house and returned him, saying he found him two blocks from my house. I asked my girlfriend how my cat, who has never tried to go out before, ended up that far from my house and she admitted to kicking him out. I was furious, saying she had no right to kick him out and told her that since she thought she had the power to kick my cat out, I wanted her out of my house by the end of the month. She cried that she had nowhere to go and that she'd have to live on the streets. I said I didn't care and told her to leave by the end of the month. My friends think I'm being too harsh, but my cat could have died because of her and I don't want her trying anything else. So, am i the butthole well look there's no doubt that that was quite a strong reaction but then again the cat was there first and it's the cat's house as well you don't just chuck a cow in the street come on to be completely honest though if you're gonna chuck her out anyway you might as well just sack her off right what's the point in having her as your girlfriend anymore she's doing stuff like this she sounds a bit psycho i'll be honest like the cat could have died very very easily so yeah get rid of her fair enough though maybe you just want to give her a warning that she can't do that and see if she improves in future but someone who has the capability of doing that in the first place probably wouldn't be my girlfriend that's all i'll say and now for our next am i the butthole post am i the butthole for my petty response to my boyfriend's purposeful incompetence about chores my boyfriend has started pretending to be bad at basic life stuff like dishes and laundry like he can't do it so i do it i felt pretty frustrated with that and told him straight up that i knew he didn't forget how to clean since he moved in with me 
He was always very competent living alone and I didn't appreciate him forgetting how to do chores I said that when I asked him to do dishes and he refused and refused until he finally did them wrong That I was not that stupid He said that he was trying his best and that I was wrong for saying he was trying to manipulate me And that from his perspective, I asked him to do something and he did it the best he could And I kept at him because it wasn't up to my impossibly high standards and he couldn't win And he wanted me to believe him when he says he's trying anyways this might be petty but i decided to give believing him a try so he had bleach stained my favorite little black dress instead of getting mad next time he had a family event i put it on he asked me if i was really going to wear that it looked messy i said that i love that dress and understand accidents happen so i wasn't mad or upset it had bleach spots actually I thought it looked pretty cool. He said he really thought it looked bad. And I said, if he wants, he could sharpie on the white spots real quick in the Uber. It ended up looking even worse. Another time we were having dinner and he'd done the dishes, but put some of the cups and bowls in the dishwasher upside down. So they filled with dirty dishwater. I took those cups and bowls, dumped them out in the sink, but didn't wash them further and served his food in them. He said that it was dirty and i was like well they just came out of the dishwasher it's just water it's fine he said that no it was disgusting and i said it was really no biggie i was getting over my impossibly high cleanliness standards and i really didn't think it was that gross the last time i'd cooked for a work party of his after cooking the dish needed to cool for about 30 minutes then be refrigerated i had plans with my friends that night so i asked him to put the dish away after it cooled he forgot The next morning, he noticed the dish was never refrigerated. I said it was fine. It was just a mistake and it would probably be fine to eat. There wasn't a lot of meat in it. He got frustrated and said that you can't serve meat left out overnight, even if it's only a little. And I said, oh, I think it should be okay. Look, stuff happens. He stopped being so lazy about chores after he realized I seemed totally okay with leaving stuff done badly and that he'll be living with it but i do feel a little petty for having been dishonest about it i actually hate how my bleach dress looked and my stomach turns at dirty dish soup and unrefrigerated meats so am i the butthole for being petty guys as always with these posts and these videos do comment down below your thoughts is op the butthole in this one for me personally absolutely not clearly it wasn't getting through to her boyfriend's thick skull yeah that he needs to be doing more around the house and clearly he was okay with just doing the bare minimum getting things wrong on purpose so that uop would therefore clean up after him and make sure things were okay but that wasn't gonna last forever was it come on that's actually so lazy from him that's ridiculous like yeah i get what you're saying op you feel a little petty for having been dishonest about it but then your boyfriend's being dishonest about not being able to do the things that he was previously able to do just because he's being lazy and wants you to do them for him like if you hadn't done this and instead just said please can you do more to help he would have continued on with the facade about not being able to do it so you had to try something like this and look it worked definitely not the butthole your boyfriend though definitely is and now for our third post am i the butthole for exposing my parents favoritism my parents have always favored my younger brother i was by no means unloved but it was blatantly obvious who they cared about more i worked a part-time job to get my first car but my brother got one as a present yes it wasn't new but it was much newer than my car It was the same with just about everything else, like clothes, video games, and cell phones. I'm 18 and taking a gap year before community college to work a full-time job and save money for tuition. 
But a while back, I heard my parents talking about how much they were going to pay for my brother's tuition. I secretly recorded the conversation from around the corner and then came out, asking my parents why they were going to pay for my brother's college but not mine. They didn't notice my phone was recording and just said that my brother needs more help. I asked how so when I wasn't getting any sort of scholarship and he likely wouldn't either. Then I asked a few more questions about why things have always been this way. They got mad and my father told me that perhaps it's time I moved out because they're sick of keeping a roof over my head. I pointed out that I pay rent, but they didn't care. I left the room and in a fit of rage, uploaded the video to two different social medias I have and ranted about how this is how my parents have always been. Well, a few hours later, when my parents were pounding at my door, my dad was screaming at me about how I made them look bad. We fought some more and they left the room fuming. My grandparents contacted me later and said they were appalled, then came to visit with a lot of the family the next day. There was a huge family intervention and my parents were made to sit on the couch and look at their feet while being told off. It was then I found out they'd been receiving money for years from my grandparents to help with family expenses. My brother looked like he didn't know what to do. So he sided with the rest of the family and said he's noticed how I'm treated as well. My parents gave me a huge apology that sounded forced. My grandparents have offered that I come and live with them soon and that they'll cut off the monthly payments to my parents. My father told me I should have never told the rest of the family and now won't talk to me. And my mother has been crying for days. So I'm starting to wonder if I went too far. Am I the butthole for exposing my parents' favoritism? OP, what your dad just said at the end there pretty much confirms that he knows that he's in the wrong and that you're in the right. He's so embarrassed about the fact that everyone now knows about this that he knows it's wrong in the first place. You wouldn't be embarrassed about something that you really believed in, would you? Who cares if everyone else knows? If you think you're doing the right thing, then why does it matter if other people know about it? But no, the fact that he said that you shouldn't have told anyone in our family about it, yeah, just proves that he knows he's in the wrong. And look, I don't really know why this is happening or why they're treating one of their kids way better than the other, but they are. That's obvious. So yeah, OP, you're completely in the right to tell everyone else about it, especially your grandparents. Let them know. Now, amazingly, OP has actually given us an update to this post. So here is the update. Am I the butthole for exposing my parents' favoritism? I decided to go ahead and call my grandparents to accept their offer of moving in. During the phone call, I asked them why there was monthly payments being sent to my parents in the first place. It turns out my parents were living beyond their means for a while because my mother quit her job to be a full-time stay-at-home mum. My grandparents decided to help out by sending them money monthly to help with my parents' mortgage and also to set aside some of that money for college savings for both my brother and I that was to be split evenly. Turns out my parents only planned to put that savings towards my brother's college. And that's also how they bought his car as well. So from now on, my parents are now on their own financially. It's likely that my mother will have to go back to work to help my dad keep up the mortgage. I confronted my parents and asked why they've always treated my brother as the favorite. Then I asked if there was something I needed to know. Turns out there was nothing, literally nothing. I'm not an affair baby, not even an unplanned pregnancy. They just liked my brother more. I was mad as heck and we argued a lot before I left the room because I'd had enough. My grandparents showed up on Saturday with a moving truck. My parents were floored when we started bringing in boxes to pack. My father got in our way and I reminded him how he said that I should move out, so I am. 
My mother cried some more and said that my father was just angry in the moment when he said that And they'd been counting on my rent money to help with my brother's college fund I asked if that meant that he would never have had to pay rent like I did when he turned 18 My father then said that since I was taking a gap year to work that my rent money could have helped my brother Which means they never intended for him to get a job while going to college. What am I reading? My grandpa was enraged and confronted my father saying he raised him better than this He chewed him out saying he's never been more disappointed than him and they will no longer receive any more financial support Then he said he'd disown them both if they ever tried to retaliate against me for exposing them My father backed down and neither he or my mother said another word to me I had a bit of an awkward conversation with my brother as we said our goodbyes to each other And that was it. I just got in my car waved and drove off I'm now fully moved into my new room at my grandparents house It's a little smaller but nice and my grandparents are very welcoming I'm gonna keep working hard to move forward from here and I appreciate everyone's support I'm just absolutely dumbfounded by this post. I don't think i've ever heard a story like this one How can two parents so obviously favor one child over another especially given that op's done nothing wrong at all It's not as if they're ashamed of op. They just don't like him. What is that? That's mental. And look, don't get me wrong. Most parents wouldn't say so, but hey, let's be realistic. Maybe they have their favorites. You know, you love your children, fair enough, but you probably get along with one better than the other. But to the extent of using one of your child's money that they're earning through their job to pay for the other child's tuition. Oh, my. It's, it's, it's simply a sensational. I don't quite know what to say. I'm frankly a little bit speechless. OP, I'm sorry, but you've made a fantastic decision in your life. Get rid of those two mugs. I mean, to be fair, your mum doesn't sound too bad. Actually, I have to get back with the immediate effect. What does she say? My mother cried some more and said that your father was angry in the moment and that they've been counting on the rent money to help with your brother's college fund. That is, that is unbelievable. It really is sensational. Wow. Am I the butthole for no longer letting my boyfriend eat what I cook after he rated my food in front of my family? I am 25 and my boyfriend, Jerry, who is 31, has a culinary art diploma. He works two jobs related to his field. The first as a chef in a restaurant and the second as a cooking instructor. We've been dating for almost 16 months now, by the way. I had no real experience in cooking. But he encouraged me to learn and help my skills improve so much Even though he has a habit of rating every meal I cook which I find a bit rude For example, this meal gets a 7 out of 10 or this meal gets an 8.3 out of 10 Or even this one would have gotten 9 out of 10 if the sauce wasn't so salty, etc Now look, I didn't feel great with him rating my food no matter the score But he says he's helping me improve So anyway My family came over to visit and I wanted to cook their favorite meals Jerry sat with my parents and chatted until food was ready He started eating and kept making comments about my choice of meals Once he put his fork down, he cleared his throat and literally started rating every dish I made By giving me 7 out of 10 for this, 4.8 out of 10 for that and 6 out of 10 for the last dish My family was so confused and I was floored I felt awful as he kept giving advice on how to improve my score next time He also kept a straight face while doing it. It was awkward. Just awkward the entire evening We had a huge argument after my family left and I told jerry that he acted poorly and embarrassed me When he started rating my food in front of my family 
I said to him that I'm not gonna have him eat what I cook anymore He said I was overreacting and claimed that what he was doing was just constructive criticism And that I shouldn't take it personally since he's just used to rating his students work I said I wasn't his dang student and he wasn't Gordon Ramsay to be heavily putting my efforts down in front of family He got offended and said my reaction was way over the top since he was just giving constructive criticism in order for me to make progress And he said that he was trying to help and that the gordon ramsay comment was totally uncalled for And just a low blow to his abilities as a respectable chef with a respectable career He then asked what made me think it was okay to come at him like that over just a few ratings He stated he was hurt and went to stay with a friend for the night probably expecting an apology from me So am I the butthole? Sorry, OP, you think you might be the butthole? Are you joking? Are you mad? This Gary Rams- Gary Ramsey. This Gordon Ramsay wannabe is a total fraud, by the way. I do not care what little license or certificate you've got. Shove it up your Right, don't do that. I wouldn't make any sense. Oh, sorry. It was a culinary art diploma. I still don't care. Whatever it is. Doesn't mean you can go around rating my cooking in front of my own parents. Are you joking? By the way, it's completely different. If OP asks for it to be rated, that's completely fine. Like, you can't argue with that. You've asked for it. He's done it. That's calm. The problem is, OP didn't ask. Why are you rating it, you f***ing loser? Just eat the food, shut up, go to bed like a good boy. Moving on now to our second post. Am I the butthole for saying I prefer sushi to children? Okay, so straight to it. My husband and I, both in our early 30s, have been together for over a decade and made the decision not to have kids. Don't get me wrong, I like kids. I've got nieces and nephews. We just don't want them for our own reasons. He had a vasectomy, which only a few people know about, and now the whole internet. Anyway, our families are aware we don't want kids, as they've asked us before during different major life events. Our wedding, for instance. We recently bought a three-bedroom house with a nice yard in a nice area. Excited to show our new home to family and friends. Major upgrade to our previous home, we hosted a housewarming. During the party, one of my siblings-in-law, Alex, made a few indirect comments about all this space and that kids would love it in our house, etc. Eventually, they asked point blank when we were having kids. I made a lighthearted joke about it, which is my go-to for this question. Oh, well, you see, I like sushi too much to have to give it up for pregnancy. Plus, not drinking for pregnancy and breastfeeding? No thanks. I tried to make it very lighthearted and laugh it off. Most people just laughed along. That, though, seemed to anger Alex, and I was told, Children are a joy, and a good mother puts her kids before everything else. I agreed. Yeah, children are a joy. I like spending time with the nieces and nephews, and obviously I can't be a good mum if I chose sushi over kids, so I just won't be a mum. Paraphrased. At this point, I was still trying to brush it off in a gentle way because I'm not trying to start a fight by telling them to stop asking in front of everyone because I know my tone will be seen as rude and abrasive. So we move on. But Alex is clearly still annoyed and making little comments in their group about how flippant I am about it and how when it finally happens, then I'll understand. My husband heard this and said jokingly, well, if she gets pregnant, that'll be a problem for the divorce lawyers. That, though, seemed to annoy them even more, but they stopped. Do these guys just not get sarcasm then? I guess that's the situation here. With holidays coming up, we've not been invited to Alex's usual Halloween bonfire. 
When my husband spoke to his parents, they told him Alex was annoyed we were so careless and callous about our child-free status. And after saying what we did, they'd realized that we had taken permanent steps to ensure we never have kids, that we know they had to do IF to have kids, etc. And we are buttholes to just not care. I feel bad because they did do IF and lots of fertility treatments to have their kids. And even then they still had a few miscarriages. I can't imagine wanting kids and struggling to have them and then dealing with miscarriages. But at the same time, I'm so tired of justifying living my life how I want. So am I the butthole? All right, let me get this straight. You are asking if you're the butthole for making a few sarcastic jokes and living your life the way you want to live it. Now, if that makes you the butthole, I'm absolutely f***. Because I've been doing that for 23 years, baby. But I mean, apart from just saying, no, you're not the butthole. No, you're not the butthole. Do whatever you want in your life. It's your life. And by the way, I'm not the biggest fan of sushi, but some people love it. So maybe you actually do like sushi more than kids. Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Now for our third post. Am I the butthole for not letting my in-laws stay in my home overnight to catch an earlier flight? I hate having people in my home. Hate it with a passion. I've always hated people in my space in general. To where my bedroom was an off-limits zone period i don't have people over to entertain them never did sleepovers as a kid just altogether f that there's no abnormal psych behind it i'm not remotely introverted i just hate it it actually took me a long time to let my now husband into my apartment when i lived alone and he's always been very respectful he also feels pretty similarly but it's more a creature of habit thing for him. We live about 30 minutes from the largest airport in my state, and my in-laws live about three hours away. Oftentimes, they'll meet us for dinner or something nearby on their way to or from their flights. Well, now there's a big stink, because my father-in-law and mother-in-law asked to sleep over so they could get a good night's rest before heading off to wherever they're traveling for Thanksgiving. I said no without an explanation. They asked again closer to the date, a are you sure it won't work and i said no again my mother-in-law asked me again now that we're just a few days out she asked why if we had guests and i just said we don't have the space she was put out by this and got annoyed asking what the big deal was it was just one night and it would save them a lot of hassle at this point my husband took over and said no that we aren't a makeshift hotel and to please stop asking he then said that we just don't like having people over period and it's nothing personal the nothing personal line really annoyed his mum who is now making a big stink up and down social media with all the in my day and i would never which is totally fine because she doesn't mind it obviously so am i the butthole for f's sake a hotel nearby isn't going to be more than 150 dollars and it's not like they're strapped for cash Oh, now here we go guys one that's gonna make you think before I even comment Please do get in the comments yourself and let me know what you reckon is op the butthole or are their parents the buttholes? I want to know comment down below I'm very interested to see your thoughts before I even start mentioning mine All right now if you haven't commented down below first for your little rats because you've not done what I told you to do Second of all here are my thoughts I think op that you actually are the butthole because yes, I get it It is your home and those of you that have written down in the comments. It's their house their rules I do understand that but then again 
It's your husband's parents and the benefit that they're going to get from staying in your house for one night for free Is way better than the negatives that you're going to have from having them for one night Surely, I mean purely on the financials alone They're going to save minimum 150 dollars, which is a lot of money and you're going to have no more costs hosting them for one night I mean maximum what doing your laundry in their bed sheets. I mean that's fine a little bit of work fine Not a big deal, but by not letting them stay you're just ruining your relationship a little bit for no real reason And also I don't really get why you just wouldn't let them in for one night it's not as if they're staying around for dinner even or you know breakfast or you know using your utilities they're just sleeping in the bed for one evening that's it and you have the space you're just being difficult for no reason and i get it you like your own space but these are your your husband's parents surely you can let them stay for one night that's not that deep is it but guys seriously i actually want to know your thoughts on this one because this one is not clear i want to know what you reckon and now for our final post of today's episode Am I the butthole for wanting my husband to turn off the lights and faucets? I'm not sure anymore, and I think I've gone insane. I'm posting here out of desperation because I've been having this discussion with my husband for months. I used to think I was reasonable, but his inability to understand makes me think I'm insane. Please help me with your objective feedback. Well, don't worry. I am as objective as they come. My husband and I live together in an apartment. I go to work every day at 7 a.m. And by the time I get home at 7 p.m., the lights are on in every room and the water is running in the kitchen and the bathroom sinks. According to him, they are on all day, every day. I cannot work from home and we're wasting a lot of money. I've asked him if there's any reason he needs to turn them on all day, but he tells me that it's impossible to turn the lights and water off. What am I reading? When I told him it is not impossible because he can turn them off using his hands, he says, but you have hands and you choose not to work as a mechanic. So I also can choose not to turn it off. (laughs) Is this serious? What? I tell him that's different because it costs money and it's bad to waste resources. But he insists it's the same thing because I can technically be a mechanic but choose not to do so. So why does he have to choose to turn off the lights? When I'm at home, I turn them off after him and it doesn't seem to cause him any discomfort to have them off, but he just refuses to turn them off himself. When I talk to him about it, he says I'm nagging him and that I should leave him alone. Is he right that I am wrong? And is his mechanic analogy accurate? By the way, we are a single income household and I know he could be paying less for bills if he'd stop leaving things on all day long. OP. You listen to me and you listen here closely. Have you married a two-year-old? What is this logic that I'm reading in front of my poor eyes? I feel bad for myself because I had to read that. And I feel bad for you because you just listened to it, dear listener, viewer. But what was that? I mean, seriously, what is it? What is this mechanic analogy? It's the shit analogy I've ever heard in my life. And trust me, you guys that know me well know that I've heard some bad analogies in my time. That's at the very top. I don't even, there's, no, there's nothing more that I can say to that. Turn the lights off and... Turn the sink. But to be fair, the lights like who cares? Yeah, it's good to turn the lights off. I quite like having a uh, having a, a bright house, so I do keep some lights on in general when I'm the only one at home. But the the water? You're just having the taps running for for what? Do you like the noise of it? Are you, are you a fan of waterfalls? I don't get it. I really, really don't. Obviously, again, OP, not the butthole. Are you joking? Am I the butthole for uninviting my transgender sister from my wedding? Some background. I have a trans sister who came out to us around a year ago but had been on hormones for longer and hid it from us until she'd moved out into her own place probably because our parents are very conservative and known to be transphobic as a result there was this huge fight and a ton of people in our family including our parents 
cut her off and don't talk to her anymore I like to think that i've been pretty supportive of her so far using her pronouns and her name and all that Which has been hard considering our family gives me rubbish for doing so I even make it a point to visit her every so often while she hasn't seen most of our family since last year I also promised her that if and when I got married in the future She'd still be invited despite any tension with our family me and my fiance got engaged a while back My parents, especially my dad, absolutely adore this guy. And since my sister came out, they've almost seen him as the substitute son. Almost as a result, he's definitely more on their side of the situation and he's made it clear he doesn't really agree with or like my sister all that much. After the proposal, which was very elaborate and surprising, orchestrated by my parents, my parents, who are wedding planners, started talking with me about planning the big day. And they even offered to pay for everything I mentioned wanting to invite my sister and they shut the idea down immediately Talking about how she disrespected the family and cut them off and all that They basically gave me an ultimatum have my wedding planned and paid for by them Or have my sister there and they don't come at all I took my parents offer because I can't really afford to pay for an entire wedding and because my fiance pressured me to accept it I broke the news to my sister and she's very understandably upset but i'm still inviting her to a smaller after party over zoom so we can still be together on the big day i still feel really guilty about this though so reddit am i the butthole now my immediate thought here is just that op is definitely the butthole but i think it is a little bit more complicated than that like there are a lot of factors going on here first of all a wedding is extremely expensive and if you're getting offered a free wedding from your parents and that is going to be very tempting just for one person not to go not gonna lie like think about it economically it makes sense secondly by not inviting your sister you are pleasing more people than you're displeasing your sister will be the only one left out whereas your parents will be there some other family will be there and also your fiance will of course be there and be happier it seems however in reality uh, you're definitely the butthole because you're marrying a transphobic person that's the first thing second of all your parents are a disgrace for being transphobic to their own daughter and third of all your sister's done nothing wrong but she's getting left out just because of how she is it's an absolute farce i'm sorry like look i'll be honest i was kind of playing devil's advocate there the fact that you're going ahead with this like just alienating your sister is a disgrace have a small wedding do it all yourself just get your sister invited sack off your parents and uh, to be honest sack off your bloody fiance mate he sounds like an absolute loser oh transphobia in 2022 unbelievable and also op i'm sorry but you say you're very supportive of your sister fine you use her pronouns you go and see her big deal you've turned her down for your toxic parents and your toxic fiance if that's supportive then my name is barbara streisand baby now moving on to our next post Am I the butthole for eating at my boyfriend's family's Christmas dinner? As a child, whenever I was invited to people's houses, my mum told me it was etiquette to eat the food they made. She'd always tell me to put a considerable amount and eat all of it since it would be rude not to. First, she said it'd be wasting food. And second, it would seem as if I didn't enjoy the food, which is mean since a lot of effort was put into making it. I've always followed this rule and thought it was true. If I cooked a buttload of food and no one ate it, I'd be heartbroken. My boyfriend of seven months invited me to his family Christmas dinner. Now, I've met his parents very briefly, but nothing too formal. Anyway, we get to the food and I was pretty hungry and everything looked really amazing. I made sure to fill my plates. 
not overfill, just equal amounts of everything on the table. I ate it all, and to be honest, I was pretty stuffed. His mother then asked me if I wanted seconds. There was still a lot of food on the table. I took her up on the offer and put a bit more of the pasta salad on my plate. My boyfriend gave me a strange look, but I thought nothing of it at the time. Dessert comes, and I chose to eat a slice of cheesecake. We then had a coffee, all sitting around the fire and telling funny stories. Everyone seemed in a very good mood and everything was great. After everything, I was honestly so happy because I was worried about dinner and meeting his parents, but I thought that everything went well. We left his parents' house in separate cars as I came directly from my parents' house to his. We reached my apartment and I can tell that he is totally annoyed. I asked him what was wrong and he just blew up in my face that I had no manners, telling me that he'd never seen me eat as much as I did at his parents' house and that it was so embarrassing. After further prying, he said that in his culture, when you eat a lot at a person's house, it is disrespectful because you should never go to a house on an empty stomach. He said it makes a person look desperate and there's a language barrier between me and him. And he said in a way that I was fat, but not fat. Honestly, I didn't understand. He said on the car ride home that his mum was talking about how embarrassing and unmannered I was to eat so much. I told him that she told me to have seconds and he said that's done to be a good hostess but a guest should never take up on that offer he said it would have been fine had i declined dessert but because i hadn't that made me look even more fat i explained to him my reasoning but he called that bs i honestly feel terrible but i told him if he explained to me beforehand i wouldn't have eaten so much but he said he thought it was common knowledge. It's been two days and neither of us will really talk until the other apologizes. I know it's petty to not apologize, but I sincerely don't think I did anything wrong, but I guess that's why I'm here. Yeah, this one, unlike the first one, is pretty clear. OP's done nothing wrong here at all. I'm sorry. Like if you're offered seconds and then you have them, that's not impolite. That's just doing as you were asked, I guess. Like, that's so weird. Like, you're absolutely right. If no one else eats the food, it's just going to be a waste. So, yeah, if you're hungry and you want some more, you're being offered seconds, have some. I don't see how that's you being fat or disrespectful to someone's culture. That's ridiculous. Is that a cultural thing? I'm sorry, but last time I checked, being offered seconds and then not taking them is not really a culture. I mean, look, maybe I'm wrong here. Let me know in the comments down below. Seems pretty ludicrous to me. Like, if I put myself in that situation, if there's loads of food still left on the table and I don't take seconds that's probably slightly rude in my head right like there's lows going it shows that i like it if i have seconds if i don't take more then maybe they think i won't like it like how would you ever know the correct thing to do here not that it is correct definitely not the butthole let's move on now moving on to our third post am i the butthole for getting my daughter's ears pierced without telling my husband for some context me and my husband welcomed our daughter several months ago So far, we've agreed on every decision made regarding our daughter, but the topic of piercing her ears came up and he said he didn't like the idea, despite me explaining that one, it's a normal thing for babies and two, it looks pretty. Three, no, it's not cultural, we're both white, but it's a great new experience, IMO. He said that he needed to think about it, but weeks went by and he hasn't said okay yet. Mum suggested that we do it behind his back and he'll then come around and see for himself that it's a good thing since he was having doubts and being indecisive. I was hesitant, but I agreed and chose a day where it was going to be out. Thankfully, it went smoothly. But when my husband came home and found out, he lost his temper and went on and on about what a major breach of trust I just committed and how I should have never decided to do this without him fully agreeing since he's the parent too 
And then he got extra mad that I went behind his back and was being sneaky and untruthful about it. I tried to explain that first it was my mum's idea and I didn't think he'd overreact like that. But he insisted that what I did was not okay and that I overruled him as a parent and damaged the trust that we have. I also put our daughter through pain and discomforts. I had an argument with him and told him he was acting like this is just his daughter. I'm the mother and my opinion does have a heavier weight than his to some degree. He got offended by that and went to stay with his mum, who called and berated me for going behind our son's back and treating him as a less than when it comes to our daughter. But I never understood why he thought that. Well, maybe OP is because you just said that as the mother, your opinion does hold a heavier weight. That could be the reason. I just don't know. Anyway, he's not talking to me now. I think he's being selfish by saying he needed some time to think about it and trying to stall without considering my point of view. My mum is on my side here, but he and my in-laws said I screwed up for making such a decision without his okay and going behind his back to get it done. So... Am I the butthole? Well, you know what? Let me just think about that for a second. Yes. Yes, you are, my friend. You are not just the butthole, but you also are f- Now, that all had to be bleeped, but I mean everything I just said. You know what's actually very embarrassing is that not only did you go behind his back and absolutely betray his trust, you then tried to blame it on your mum, who, last time I checked, doesn't have to have anything to do with your relationship with your husband. I'm sorry, like, how is that relevant, what your mum thinks? Yeah, you probably want to listen to her opinion, but, oh, mum said we'll do this? Okay, let's go along with it. That's not a good excuse. That's just actually stupid. And then, you saying that he's being selfish by saying he needs time to think about it and considering his options. No, that's just logical and common sense. He's taking the time to weigh up the pros and cons, not just of the actual act of piercing his daughter your daughter's ears but also how it's going to make you feel him feel everyone else feel you know it's a very big decision in many ways and if he wants to spend time thinking about it and come to a logical conclusion then fair play to the bloke i think i'll do the same you saying that your opinion holds more weight as a mother though is sexist sorry just is that's actually a very dumb opinion now for our fourth post am i the butthole for tricking my boyfriend into eating vegan i a 21 year old woman am vegan and i've been so for several years i started dating john who is 22 about three and a half months ago we've gotten along wonderfully except for this past issue when we went out to dinner for the first time i told him i was vegan when ordering my dish and he just kind of went oh cool and started talking about something else it never really came up ever again as a point of discussion though when he's come over and i've made lunch or dinner it's always been vegan dishes i've never tried to actively hide this from him when he asked what we were having i'd say things like burgers and i assume that he knew it would naturally be something like impossible burgers for christmas neither of us could afford to travel home and neither are very close to our families so we had christmas at my apartment and i cooked dinner vegan lasagna after dinner we were watching some cooking show and a contestant was making something with fake meat john commented how he hated when dishes pretended to be meat when it was plant-based and that it was deceptive and gross and that he would never eat that i was naturally very confused and pointed out that he's eaten that several times when he questioned me i explained that dinner had just been entirely vegan with fake meats and that every time he's eaten at my place it's been a vegan dish he got really mad I'm trying to keep this post concise, but he accused me of tricking him into eating something he found disgusting and forcing my diet on him. I said he was stupid for being mad at this, and he said it would be the same as if he tricked me into eating meats. I said it wasn't the same because I was morally opposed to eating meats, but nobody was morally opposed to eating plants. 
We argued some more and he left and went home and he hasn't been over since Yesterday, I texted him trying to smooth things over hoping that he's cooled down He wrote a few paragraphs about how betrayed he felt He said that he hoped I understood how disappointed he was and that I would tamper with his food like that And that something like this was a serious betrayal of his trust He said I should have disclosed that none of the food I ever made contained meat He finished it by saying he'd come over for new years only if I apologized for lying to him I got frustrated and said that I didn't lie that this wasn't something I should apologize for and that he was being stupid and childish He hasn't replied. I mean look Maybe you haven't been the most honest because you said like you're eating burgers when you're not But again like the fact that you said at the start that you are a vegan Would make any reasonable person know that you're not going to be eating meats and therefore you're not going to be cooking meat I would have thought I also do agree with your point that no one really cares about eating plants do they? But people like you vegans veggies, whatever they are obviously morally opposed to eating meat You can't flip it back the other way. I mean, yeah, maybe you could but it wouldn't make much sense would it? And also what's funny is that he's actively eaten and probably enjoyed the food like, you know, not knowing and then When he finds out that he does know, he goes, oh, that's disgusting. How can you betray my trust? It's just food, mate. Eat it. If it's nice, it's nice. Who cares what's in it? You don't. Like, you don't have any particular dietary requirements or moral obligation to eat certain types of food. So just eat the food, enjoy it, shut up, and go to bed like a good boy. And now moving on to our final Am I the Butthole post of this episode. Am I the butthole for making my daughter get up at 3 a.m.? Me and my wife have four children. Kara, who's 18, Sean, who is six, and a set of twins, Charlotte and Austin, who are four years old. The twins have always been horrible sleepers. I won't go into everything that we've tried to get them sleeping well, but for now, I'm thrilled if they sleep in their beds for at least three hours without coming into our room. Kara and the twins sleep down one end of the house, while Sean and my wife and my bedroom is down the other end of the room. The only reason we don't have the twins down our end is that the room only fits one bed in it And neither child wants to sleep on a top bunk I tried it once charlotte woke up screaming terrified in the middle of the night And then austin refused to even go near the bed The room will also not fit a double bed and the twins dresses and toys in the room For whatever reason Kara has begun having night terrors and waking up screaming which in turn wakes up the kids I wanted to take her phone, but my wife said no Instead, I threatened Kara that if she woke up the kids again She'd be the one putting them in their beds and sitting with them until they were settled again. Not us Last night was the worst and instead of screaming once Kara who remember is the 18 year old was yelling out until i'd raced all the way down the house and flew her door open Turning her light on the twins were already crying in their room So I made Kara get up show them she was fine and told her to stay in their room until they were asleep And went back to my own beds this morning Kara had tried to sleep and was still trying to sneak back to bed and sleep at 11 a.m And when my wife asked why she was so tired, I told her and told Kara that this will continue to happen every time she ruins the twin's sleep for no reason. She has no trauma, no reason to have nightmares, and has even told me that, I know I'm dreaming, but I can't wake myself up, but I can make myself scream to wake up. So that tells me it's intentional. My wife feels that I'm the butthole, but I think she's just too soft on Kara. And I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this because she deserves her sleep and not to be woken up because an adult cannot control herself versus when our kids wake up due to nightmares, bedwetting, etc. 
So, am I the butthole? Listen, mate, you're not just the butthole. Uh, you're also a very, very controlling person. Uh, if you were my dad, my God, we come to blows, pal. That's all I'd say. Like, not letting me sleep past whatever time in the morning is nuts, especially when your daughter's 18. Forcing her to get up and then saying you're having nightmares for no real reason. Like, what? No, she's obviously having nightmares for it. Like, it's just so weird. I just, everything that you've done here is very, very strange. It's like you're literally punishing your daughter for having a sleeping disorder. It's a normal thing to do. Like, if, look, don't get me wrong. Maybe that works for some people. Maybe it does. I, I kind of doubt it. But I think the, the appropriate kind of method here would be to go and get some help. Probably not punish your daughter and just shout at her and force her to wake up when clearly she has something wrong. Like, it's just so odd. Worst parenting that I've ever seen, perhaps. It's quite cruel, to be fair. Very, very odd behavior. I'm sorry, but saying that she has no trauma, nothing to have nightmares about, stuff like that, is actually so dumb. How, how the f*** would you know, mate? You are a clown. Am I the butthole for demanding my girlfriend to change her dress for a wedding? This happened during this weekend, me being in my early 30s and my girlfriend in her late 20s. I was invited to a wedding ceremony of a colleague and I could bring someone with me. I asked my girlfriend that I've been dating for a year if she'd like to join me and she was really happy because she apparently loves weddings. Since we don't live together, I drove to pick her up so we'd have some time to spare before the ceremony. As she comes out, she looks really beautiful and has obviously put in time to fix her hair and makeup. She's also wearing an off-white dress that was rather ornate. As she got in, I told her that she looked stunning, but I asked if she could change to a different colored dress for the ceremony. I'm not one for etiquette by far, but one of the few things I've heard everywhere is that you shouldn't wear a white dress to a wedding unless you're the bride. She became pretty upset and wanted to know what was wrong with her dress. I said that it would be inappropriate to wear a white or off-white dress unless you're the bride and that it's like wedding lure or something. Trying to be lighthearted about it. She rolled her eyes and said that was an outdated tradition about women and virginity and that when her friends got married, everyone wore white and that it's not a big thing anymore. I told her that I don't know what the dress code is for this ceremony, but since it's not saying all white clothes, I still think she should change to another color, but white or almost white. I told her that I don't know what the dress code is for this ceremony, but since it doesn't say all white clothes, I still think she should change to another color than white or almost white because my colleague was getting married and we would have no idea how she felt about it. My girlfriend became really upset and told me that I was trying to control what she was wearing and that it was abusive, which honestly made me really upset and hurt. I then said something along the lines of, Frick, well, you shouldn't go to a wedding with an abuser then. And then I told her to F off out of my car. She began to cry and wanted to apologize and give me a hug, but I just told her to get out, which she did. I drove off and she called and texted me a bunch. I answered and said, I don't want to talk right now, and then turned my phone off and attended the ceremony. The bride was the only one that was wearing white, so I feel as if my gut feeling was the right one. When I got home, my phone had blown up from texts from her and her best friend saying that I was being inconsiderate and controlling and I should apologize for my behavior. I vented to a few friends. Most of them agree with me, but some have said that it was a butthole thing to tell her that she couldn't wear her dress because it's got nothing to do with me. I feel as if I was in the right since it was my colleague's wedding and it was better to be safe than sorry but I'm also not sure if I was being a butthole about the situation. So, Reddit, am I the butthole? 
Listen, every man and their dog knows that only the bride wears white at a wedding. That's just like a common fact. It doesn't need to be written down. Don't need to like question it. It's just a dumb thing. It's not that hard to pick any other color on the whole spectrum of colors other than white, is it? Seriously. And yeah, look, I get it. It's going to be annoying for OP's girlfriend to change the dress. And she doesn't want to. No one would want to change their dress that they picked out. But also, how dumb are you in the first place to choose a white dress? Moreover, just because you've been to a white-themed wedding before doesn't mean that all the rules of not wearing white at a wedding suddenly go out the window. Like, how dumb would you have to be to wear white? It's ludicrous. Yeah, you probably went a little bit too far, I'll be honest, OP, in the car. Didn't need to, like, abuse her and all of that but she wasn't really getting the message i don't know gotta tell her somehow am i the butthole for taking off my leg and making someone look dumb and feel uncomfortable i am a 21 year old woman and i was in a very bad car accident about three years ago a drunk driver ran a stoplight cut off a semi-truck which then crashed into me sending me crashing into two different cars and then ultimately into an embankment my car was mangled and my leg was crushed completely destroyed and it had to be amputated I also lost a couple of fingers, the tip of one and all of another. On top of that, I'm left with some gnarly scars that used to bother me, but I'm learning to deal with them. I got a couple of different insurance payouts and some pain and suffering money in addition to my medical bills being paid. And with that money, I purchased a custom-made leg to take the place of the one I lost. When I have pants and shoes on, you can hardly tell unless you're really looking. I still limp, but some days I don't have as pronounced a limp. Earlier today, I went to the store with my boyfriend, my sister, her girlfriend, and our mother. I drove. I had to learn to drive with my left foot, but I'm really good at it now. I also bought a new car with my money and had to go through a ton of therapy to get past my PTSD, but I'm doing well there now as well. So, I drove us. And because of my injuries, in addition to my leg, I also have chronic hip, neck, and back pain, and some issues with my lungs from the time spent intubated in a medically induced coma that led to pneumonia, I have a handicap placard for my car. I have trouble walking without getting tired, so it really helps to park close to the door. Today, I did so and unknowingly took the space from someone who was circling back around for it. Apparently, the man had been looking for a close space and had missed the one I took and went down and around. He was still on the other aisle when I pulled in, so I didn't cut him off for anything and had no way of knowing he wanted that spot. He parked in the yellow stripe zone and got out and immediately began confronting me about stealing a space from people who actually need it. How I'm just some kid who's got no respect for those who are truly sick and suffering. He then ordered me to move. My group was urging me to just walk away, but this has happened before, and once the police were even called. I'm sick of people thinking that just because I'm young, I don't have a legit need for a little extra consideration. I said, okay, and went to the car and got in like I was going to drive off. I was wearing a skirt and leggings, so it wasn't quite obvious at first, but when I sat down, I took my leg off and showed it to the man, including my stump. I then asked him if it was okay if I still parked there. He walked away, calling me disgusting and rude, and said I could have just told him and that I made him look stupid. My group was embarrassed and said that I made things awkward because there was now a crowd. So, am I the butthole? No, OP, you're definitely not the butthole, despite what your friends say. Look, I get what they're saying. It made the situation more awkward than it needed to be, but so did this man, you know, not minding his own business, coming out of nowhere and having a go at you. He didn't need to do that in the first place. If anything, it taught him a lesson that young people can have disabilities too, not just elderly people. I mean, he should know that anyway. And look, I get it. It's pretty annoying for him having to park further away, but come on, be considerate of others. Young people can have disabilities. Ultimately, this guy made himself look 
very stupid and you just provided the very visual aid which was funny so well done am i the butthole for going home when my wife didn't let me into the delivery room my wife gave birth a few days ago We had what I believe to be a fairly standard pregnancy and I did my best to take care of things and make it easy for her I took her to the hospital when she was due and her sister and mother met us there The problem started when she was taken to the delivery room She asked the nurse for only her mother and sister to be allowed in the delivery and then told me that she wanted me to wait Until i've delivered and calmed down before letting me into the room I was kind of shocked and didn't want to make a scene So I just said okay and sat down in the waiting room We hadn't really discussed the plan for the hospital and I had no reason to think I wouldn't be there when my son was born I texted her sister to see if she knew my wife was going to do this She said no I told her to ask if my wife was concerned about something because I don't consider myself to be someone who would have made a fuss or made things difficult for her She texted back after a while saying that my wife just doesn't want you to see her like this And then added that she didn't agree with my wife and tried to convince her But ultimately it was her choice and I should respect her I sat in the waiting room for six hours getting minimal updates as the labor was fairly slow And then I decided that there was no point So I texted her sister that I was going home I'd meet my son when they brought him back and handled the birth certificate stuff the next day They came home about nine hours later and I was finally able to meet my son When my wife's mother and sister left my wife got very angry at me for leaving her at the hospital I was angry too, but I told her that we can talk about this in a few days because she's just given birth She wouldn't drop the subject So I finally told her that she excluded me from the birth of my son for no reason I didn't see the need to hang around a hospital waiting room for hours doing nothing and that even her own sister thinks what she did was wrong She said that there could have been complications and that I needed to be there To which I replied that I wouldn't have been there because she kept me out of the room and the doctors would have handled any problems anyways She called me an inconsiderate butthole and has been talking short with me for several days Her sister told me I should just apologize and move past it because it was a stressful time for my wife But I think i'm owed a bigger apology first for how I was excluded from my own son's birth Now this is a tough one guys if you're watching on youtube get your comments in down below Actually, I think this one is just up to interpretation. You can see it both ways. First of all, there's no doubt Well, is there though? I was gonna say there's no doubt that the wife is just the butthole in this situation Out of nowhere just saying I want to be on my own and not let her husband and you know Actually the more I say it. Yeah, she is a butthole here. That's for sure But I also do think that you shouldn't have left op because ultimately something could have happened and as much as you don't have a decision It is your son at the end of the day. I think you should have stayed. I don't know. It's a very strange one It's one of those that you would have thought they would have talked about it before the event But clearly they didn't and it's, it's led to this uh, horrible experience because on the one hand I can't really say to your wife you shouldn't feel that way Like if she genuinely doesn't want you to see her like that That's her own, you know idea and thoughts and you can't really argue with that if she wants her mum and sister to be there and not you Then that's her decision. Ultimately it is her giving birth not you but the fact that that wasn't even discussed in the first point is clearly the main issue here and ultimately means that you both were slightly in the wrong you should have figured this out long ago am i the butthole for telling my husband that i was disappointed in the gift he had for my son's 16th birthday for some background i've been married to my husband jack for three years i have a 16 year old son from my previous marriage and jack has an 18 year old son from his previous marriage as well my stepson and son aren't close and they only see each other while they visit 
But everyone is happy with these arrangements and there are rarely any issues My stepson's 18th birthday was a couple of months ago I wasn't at the party since his mum hosted But jack told me he bought him a car because he's been needing it since he's got a disability and will be going to college I saw the pictures the car looked nice now my son's 16th birthday took place this past week My son and I were both excited for the gift jack said he'd bring and I hinted to my son that it would most likely be a car Just like the one his stepbrother got recently It turned out we were wrong because at the party jack's gift for my son was actually a gaming console My son got so upset that he went to his room and shut the door mid party Everyone noticed something was wrong and left shortly Jack looked confused this entire time and asked what the deal was I asked if he really didn't know and he just stared I told him that my son was expecting something like a car as a gift Jack asked why and I told him because my stepson got one for his 18th birthday recently I bluntly told him that my son was rightfully disappointed and so was I in this gift and really thought it was unfair Especially since my son told his friends he was getting a car from his stepdad Jack argued about the difference in circumstances saying his son needs the car to drive to college while my son doesn't need it And besides, he doesn't have a disability like his stepbrother and can walk or commute. He also said I shouldn't have assumed it would be a car and I messed up by hinting this to my son. I couldn't help but notice the difference in treatment. I let him know that no matter how he tries to explain his reasons, my son will always feel like he's less than his stepbrother in a way. And what happened now will make it worse, even between my son and his stepbrother, not just Jack and my son. Jack called me unbelievable and said that I should feel ashamed, then rushed out. He's expecting me to get involved and ease things between him and my son, but I decided to give my son time to process this. Am I the butthole for what I said? Oh, I think we have our first proper butthole of this video, guys. Congratulations. It's taken the fourth post, but you know, we're here. We've arrived. OP is the butthole in this situation. I don't see you buying a car for your stepson, so why on earth... Would you expect your husband to buy your son one? It's very, very ironic, isn't it? And a little bit ridiculous. It's also like very dumb and actually very unfair to hint to your son that your 16 year old son, that he's going to be getting a car from his stepdad, knowing full well that you didn't know that. Like it's out of nowhere. It makes Jack look bad. It's just not a good thing to do. And also it's clearly massively upset your son. You know what's crazy is that your son is now going to be disappointed with a gaming console. Something that most people would absolutely love for a birthday gift. He's 16. He's got no need for a car. His stepbrother is two years older. It's his actual father, if that means anything. And he has disabilities, so needs a car. It's ludicrous. OP, you're definitely the butthole. Am I the butthole for yelling at my husband and telling him to get over himself after he threw away my tampon box? I'm 27. My husband is 30. We've been together for three years and have been married for two months. So here's a thing. I used to use power to my periods, but recently was able to start using tampons. I've got medical problems. Now in comparison, tampons work 10 times better for me, especially when I'm outside, say like at work or traveling. My husband Ryan hates them. He never truly gave a reason other than just say he doesn't feel comfortable with me using them. I didn't think it was a big deal at first since he said he hates a lot of stuff that I do, but puts up with it anyway, except for this. He asked that I go back to using pads, but I made it clear since it's my body, I get to decide. He threw away some tampons he had access to and I was getting upset. But to keep the peace, I just bought a box and hid it away from him. He somehow found that and threw that away. 
I didn't find that out until I had my period yesterday and realized I had no tampons to use. I was tired and too stressed. I just yelled at him after he admitted to throwing away the whole box. He argued that I already knew how he felt about this stuff and yet I decided to still keep it around. I lost it and told him he had no right to do this and told him to get over himself already. He stared at me, almost about to tear up or something, then walked out. He later went on about how we, as a couple, should take each other's discomfort into consideration and said he already tried to speak to me about those tampons, yet I brushed him off and insulted him and verbally abused him. He also said that if I still insist on using them, then I should do it while I'm outside the house but I said that it won't happen. I feel bad for how it played out, but I was just at my wits end and in so much pain, I lashed out. Did I go too far here? Does he have a valid point or not? Yeah, that's probably one of the dumbest posts I've ever read on this subreddit. Uh, Throwing away your partner's tampons. Pretty good stuff. I know no man in the world, apart from this guy who we've just met, so you know, I don't know too much about him, who has a problem with females using tampons. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I don't care what you use. Do whatever you want. As as OP said, it's your body. You can choose to do whatever you want. I'd also prefer not to know. Why would I care? It's like, out of everything going on in the world right now, the last thing I care about is what this woman is using down there. Like, why does that matter to anyone? Why does this bloke not like it? Ryan, you are a loser. And that's that. And there we go, guys. That is going to do it for this extra special, very long, I must say, episode of r slash am I the jerk. Let me know down below in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. What was your favorite post of the entire three hours? I know mine. If you can guess it, I'll give you a penny. If you are new to my stuff and you haven't already done so, hit the follow button, hit subscribe, like the video, you know, give me a review on a podcast platform if you're listening on there. And I'll see you guys all later on with another Reddit episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.